The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio Digital Media. Brought to you by Brown and Wood, Buick GMC, Cadillac and Mazda. Hey Pirate Nation, this is Tom Brown from Brown and Wood Buick GMC Truck. We've been serving the Pirate Nation in Eastern North Carolina for 83 years. We have four brands, three generations, two showrooms, and one goal to make sure you leave a happy customer. We're located on Greenville Boulevard next to the Convention Center or shop us online at brownandwoodauto.com. The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. You can paint this with purple. Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Hello and welcome to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio studios. We are coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM. In Greenville, we're coming to you 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930, online, pr927fm.com. And you can watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Make sure you check out YouTube for all the latest videos we put out there on Pirate Radio TV, including Mike Houston from yesterday. And we'll have some stuff from the coordinators later today. And a lot of goodies there on Pirate Radio TV. Subscribe there on YouTube. All right, coming up on today's show, we'll get you ready for the college football and NFL weekend with Wager McGee. He'll join us to look at some lines coming up in hour number one. We'll go over the college slate, the NFL slate, and uh, have some winners for you. Coming up uh, in about 20 minutes or so. At 4 o'clock, Stephen Igloo will join us. We've got football to discuss on this bye week. Stephen Igloo. But also... (laughs) We've got basketball to talk about. Uh, We're going to do our annual run through the schedule. See how many revenge games... (laughs) It seems like every year ECU has a revenge... Or Igo and I make it into a revenge game. Uh, but we're going to go through every game on the basketball schedule and give a win and a loss. No ties. Why? Just because we can, and we'll we'll make it entertaining for you. Uh, we'll do that in the 4 o'clock hour. The voice, Jeff Charles, joins us in the 4 o'clock hour as well to talk pirate football and pirate hoops. At 5 o'clock, dang, we're going to talk to Bryce Williams. He'll be in the Pirate Radio dang. Studios. Also, Troy D. will be alongside for his second appearance of the week, so we'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors and Pirate Radio Indoors on this Wednesday. We'll also make you a winner. And I have at least one more. um, We did some grades yesterday. I asked you uh, on Twitter and Facebook to grade the Pirates offense, defense, special teams. We'll get uh, Bryce's and Troy's grades on the team, Uh, but I got at least one more of those to read. I didn't read one the dude that wrote it spent a lot of time on it he was like hey bro why didn't you read my grades bro i was like sorry man i'll do it today uh chris asked chris is really running with this bit which it's a it was a pretty it was it was funny chris sometimes you got to move on to the next one but he's, he's running with it he says when will we discuss the peach bowl 
well chris troy d is on the show today so you might have just nailed wednesday is peach bowl day that goes back to chris on the he's supposed to be seeing how long he can go to without yeah, right never happened so yeah we'll, and Monica, we'll monica from greenville who calls in on the u.s yeah. cellular fifth quarter actually posted said oh it's wednesday it's time for some peach bowl discussion chris you've started a revolution chris made the joke uh i think it was a joke every joke has some truth to it Mm -hmm. uh during the fifth quarter saturday night monday here's the typical week for ecu for greenville north carolina when it comes to ecu football talk monday tuesday complain about the loss wednesday talk about the peach bowl thursday talk about how great it would be to go to another bowl game i already forgot what thursday was friday imagine what it would be like if we win the game on saturday that was chris's uh week and i don't chris remind me what thursday is tell me what i need to do tomorrow all right uh steve hill says clipper dude oh okay clipper dude we got to get to the rundown but before we do Chandler and I have to sing a very special presentation of happy birthday to the birthday girl, Shirley Rhodes. So we'll do that a cappella right now. Three. Anytime now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Y'all been practicing. Happy you guys did when i was out for lunch today oh that took a lot out of me surely i swear to you we did not practice that one bit. what did I, what was the only direction i gave you follow my lead well yeah i said that and i said we're gonna go really slow slow, like, <laughs> slow, slow and loud slow and loud those are the only directions i gave and i think we nailed it yeah as opposed to fast and quiet <laughs> yes we're gonna do that next year happy birthday remember fast and quiet next year chandler (laughs) happy birthday shirley thank you thank you happy birthday shirley thanks we come bearing our voices uh tony dunn was singing along in his truck so that's good i hope everybody was out there joining in on that fantastic rendition of happy birthday that was outstanding i need a break but we got to get to the rundown um we got uh seymour if you are listening, turn off your, as Mike Tyson said, turn off your station. Turn off your station. <laughs> because you're not going to like what we're about to say. You uh, know what we need? We need that meme of Cy when he was reacting to that bad call. Why have I not? All right, let me put that on Twitter right now. Uh, <laughs> those, 
Give credit to Shirley, the birthday girl. Great call, Shirley. Got to put this out. Can't believe I didn't because do it I can see Sai reacting the exact same way. What? about what you're about to say? So we have the uh, the preseason poll for the American Athletic Conference Basketball League. Uh, first, now we talked about this with Sai yesterday. He said he thought Houston would be picked first, but for the second straight year. He, uh, he's going with the Memphis Tigers, uh, or at least to make a run at Houston. But it's Houston 1, Memphis 2, SMU 3, Wichita State 4. Is that – well, Houston is clearly a 1. It might be a 1-2, and then it's SMU, Wichita State in the next tier. But that top four is pretty good. Followed by UCF, Cincinnati, Tulsa. Okay, now we're getting into the bottom four. Temple, South Florida. Okay, now we're in the bottom two. Tulane is 10th and East Carolina DFL going into the 2021-2022 basketball season. Some Pirate fans are like, wait, whoa, whoa, disrespect. Well, have we earned anything better than that? I'm going to say no. So it's uh, much like it is every year, a prove it year. Hey, prove everybody wrong. Let's uh, let's go win some games. We're going to upset a team. Last year was Houston. It's been Memphis. It's been SMU. It's been Cincinnati. The one team we had, it's been Temple. One team we haven't got yet. And I go and I agreed on it at the exact same time on one of these shows. This year, the Pirates will beat at home. Make sure you're there in Menji's Coliseum when they knock off the Shockers of Wichita State. We've already called it. It's going to happen. It's a foregone conclusion. So get your. Uh, as Lane Kiffin would say, get your popcorn ready. And then he threw all his stuff. Oh, okay. Then, I was like, and, what are you doing? But Girl, here's the bad okay? thing about that reference. <laughs> no, fine. They got their ass. Then <laughs> <laughs> they got beat by <laughs> yeah. 74. So get your freaking tails out there. Hey, hey. We're going to compete. We're going to compete. Yeah. We're going to be a Minji's. We're going to be physical. And you know what? If you're not there, oh, I don't want to. But you see, basketball's going to lose again. Go fly a kite. Go fly a kite. That's what I say. <laughs> so there's the poll. Um, I did not see. Do we got a women's poll, Shirley? Did you see one today? Uh, they were picked to finish seventh, I believe, because uh, I just looked at it just a few minutes ago. Okay. Uh, let me find it here. Yeah, they're projected to finish seventh in the AAC. All right. Well, uh, look, we got a lot to prove. That's all I can say and we have yet to prove it and why not now why not us why not now had a great chat with si seymour tuesday on the show go back and listen to that where we went over the new roster and uh if you don't want to do that because you're a lazy bum then just stick around we'll talk about basketball at four o'clock with Iga. if you're feeling any type of negativity towards this ecu basketball program in this season go back and watch or listen to that segment with si (laughs) <laughs> you will it will change your life <laughs> you will feel irrationally confident about the ecu basketball program yes. and the direction it is headed absolutely Sai is the freaking best could it be Sai seymour that's getting all these recruits and these transfers in here just because of the positivity yes that he's glowing Does he go and tell them what he told us yesterday I mean, look, look, man, Vance, look, man, Vance, look. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, Vance. And, and you know this, but oh man, I love Sai. He's all, he's the man. 
All right, so uh, there you go. Part one of the rundown. What do we got next? Uh, AAC football. Yeah, Pirates are on a bye, so I wanted to take a look and see the matchups this week. I know it is either – we'll talk about it with Wager in a moment. I'll pull it up right now. But either a Friday nighter or a Thursday nighter, Navy and Memphis. And that is indeed a Thursday nighter. So tomorrow night it'll be Navy – at memphis we'll talk about that game with wager coming up wager also wants to talk about ucf at cincinnati that is a noon game on abc going into the year this was like the marquee game now cincinnati is a three touchdown favorite over ucf due to dylan gabriel being out we saw them against the pirates last week their offense if they can't run the ball are really going to struggle i got a feeling cincinnati will take away that run and it could be a long day at nippert for the Knights. Also, Tulsa at South Florida. And that's all that's going on this week in the American Athletic Conference. It, gosh, it stinks to look at the standings because we could easily be 2 and 0 right now ahead of Cincinnati in the standings. Yeah. Houston's 3 and 0, SMU's 2 and 0, Cincinnati's 1 and 0. That's all the unbeatens left uh, in the American right now. South Florida, Memphis, Tulane are the teams yet to win a game. And then you've got. UCF, East Carolina, Temple, Tulsa, Navy, all with one victory in the AAC. All right, next up, Braves win. Braves win. How about what a game yesterday? Fourth inning, the Brewers score two. Braves come right back and score two runs. Fifth inning, Brewers score two. Braves come back, score two runs. Then they trade off some some good pitching and some great defense on both sides. And it's the bottom of the eighth. Josh Hader, all-world reliever from Milwaukee in. The lefty, he's already got two outs, cruising through the eighth. But in steps, Frederick, Freddie Freeman. And here's what happened. Brewers in a shift. It's a fly ball to center field. Lorenzo Cain going back at the wall. Freddie Freeman's left the yard and put the Braves on top in the bottom of the eighth. With a solo shot to left center, they lead it five to four in Game Four of the NLDS. Man, man, I had flashback. I was like, I was like a kid all over again because the. I admit, I got really spoiled during the Braves run, where I just almost lost interest because they'd win so much, they go to the playoffs and then lose. And it was like the same story over and over again. Of course, they won the World Series against the Indians. But the uh, the early '90s, the worst, the first worst to first year, I was nine, I guess, and it was like the greatest thing ever. And I just fell in love with the team. And they had that little run, and then they got just really good. The Maddox, Smoltz, Glavin era, and it, it almost got boring to win so much. But this year, they're the underdog again. They had the least amount of wins for any playoff team. So for them to win that, to see Freddie Freeman, one of the nicest guys in baseball, universally loved. Chandler's a Nats fan. You like Freddie Freeman, though, right? Yeah. He's, like, almost impossible to hate. He hits the dinger. The, like, I've never seen him that happy. And uh, I admit, I got a little, little misty-eyed watching the Braves last night. He, I, it was interesting because you know you don't see a whole lot of emotion out of Freddie Freeman. No, not at all. So, but man, he come coming around third base, and he was just as jacked up as he could possibly be. And of course, you know the the Braves bench was just elated. 
And uh, it that was fun to watch. I like these types of games where you're you've got come from behind victories, you've got walk off victories. These are the kinds of fun games for me to watch, where it's a pitcher's duel, and you know every hit counts, every ground ball means something. And uh, so the playoffs for me have been fun to watch. Uh, the only one that really hasn't garnered a whole lot of interest to me is has been the uh, the Astros and the White Sox because as much as I wanted the White Sox to advance because I cannot stand the Astros, it's just, it well, just wasn't competitive in, in my book. Now but, you'll get a crack at those Astros because yep. it'll be Astros and Red Sox game one coming up Friday night. Yep. And it'll be Braves and Dodgers slash Giants on Saturday in game one. And kind of, I got glass half full on both sides if you're a Braves fan. And look, the Giants were the best team all year, but the Dodgers are way scarier than the Giants, let's face it. Pitching and the lineup. So I don't want to chew, I don't want to say that, like, I'm not a player. Who cares? I can say it. I'd rather see the Giants than the Dodgers. But if the Dodgers do beat the Giants tomorrow night, the Braves have home field advantage. It'll be in Atlanta, game one on Saturday, baby. <laughs> little revenge on the minds. I'm fired up and ready to go for I, uh, game one Saturday. I got to be honest with you. It, just because I, I love the guy, I would have loved to have heard Bob Euchre's call on Freddie Freeman's home run. They were mixing him into the TV broadcast on highlights, and it's uh, it, he's old. He's yeah, oh yeah, he's man, definitely old man. But he's still got the voice, and it still kind of gives you chills to hear Bob Euchre making home run calls. Heard one last he, night. He even tweeted out last night. Apparently, he had a quote. He's like, uh, "Tonight's post game show is brought to you by," and he goes, "Dot dot 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 dot," and he goes, "Hell, I can't find it." <laughs> <laughs> Page out of major league there. Exactly. So, uh, you know, he he's got to be disappointed. You know, they were right there on the precipice, and they just couldn't you know get it done um all right we got to go to break real quick i'll read some nfl headlines this one's this one's tough this, this is uh a lot of injuries nfl players have i could play through and do my job on the radio like i could be in a cast i could have my leg propped up i have had surgery and been in a straight leg brace and still came to work so this one though joe burrow had a a la- uh, do they call it a lacerated throat? He's on voice rest following what? a throat injury that required a precautionary hospital visit. Um, he well, was this suffered in a game or was yeah, this on oh. Sunday? He got crushed on Sunday. He is uh, <laughs> medical staff advised that he speak as little as possible <laughs> this week. So, so he, he would not have been able to partake in our birthday song to Shirley. No, he can't do our job. Wow. A pro can't do athlete our job. can't do what I do. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, uh, physically, I guess he can do all the stuff, but does he just have to go silent count on Sunday? Like, that's weird. That's going to be really that. weird. It's, how do you audible? Yeah, I mean, you got to have your hands. I mean, if you, if you recognize a blitz, you know, how are you going to do... <laughs> He just points very aggressively. Do you need like those? Uh, what are those things that the the air, air flight controllers and yeah. you know those little things? You know, they. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna look like big Caden, giant stop sign. What, do you, what do you Norman do? on the field making yeah. uh, doing signs? Exactly. Uh, Tua practiced early and uh, he could be ready to go for Sunday, but the Dolphins. It's not going to do us any good. The Dolphins are a giant mess right now. They are a colossal mess.
They're, are they? They're Sin- a pile of dookie. Whoa! <laughs> Woo. Hey, easy, pal. Easy. Ooh. All right, you heard me. Let's take a timeout. We will come back when we return. Wager McGee joins us. We will go over the college football slate, the NFL slate, and have more for you on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We're going to hear some music here. There it is. I had I forgot to load it. <laughs> Play the freaking right. music. Sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't have it ready. And we'll, we'll be back after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ Murphy's of and uh, AJ's has daily food and drink specials and has an awesome patio perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Rock. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to the uh, Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, back with you. Hour one of Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday coming up. We got Steve and I go at four o'clock. Jeff Charles after that. And then Bryce Williams and Troy D will be here in the five o'clock hour on this bye week uh, for East Carolina. But that gives us more time to look at some other games. And we'll do that today with Wager McGee. It's a Wednesday with Wager. He is back here in the Pirate Radio studios. Good to see you, Wager. Good seeing you, Clip. We um, and I can see you fully today. I know. How about that? <laughs> the the crowd can't, but we can. One I day, can. one day. Well, yeah, one day you're gonna have your big reveal. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, get right to it. I'm gonna throw out uh, the game that jumped out to me when I first saw the lines because I am a big fat giant sucker, and this feels like a big fat giant sucker play. But like, Ole Miss minus three on the road at Tennessee. Do you, uh, do you have a one way or the other on this? I, my eyes just popped out the 81 total, right? That's the 81 total. It's sitting game. like 82 now, yeah. Which I don't even think that's enough. I I kind of like Tennessee in the game. I know you would, and that's probably the right way to go. I mean, Greensboro's finest, whatever, Horton Hooker, whatever the quarterback's name is there. So Sounds like you know a lot about him. <laughs> Horton, here's a hooker. Is that a uh, book I did not read as a child? It's an alternative children's book. So yeah, um, I, I, I mean, we saw the defense last week. We saw them last two Who? weeks, I guess. Ole Who's Miss, defense? Ole Miss defense. Okay. I mean, Tennessee's defense didn't have to do much either. They, I mean, but they've piled up points. Tennessee so, gave up points to South Carolina last week. They did, but the last two weeks they've scored 107 points and have put up. 1155 yards so they're rolling their home old ball coach coming in there i mean it's gonna be loud for that i mean he's one i mean this is the biggest game for tennessee in a long time it is because it's the best they've played the best they've looked i mean they're they're i mean like i said they're two and oh the last two sec games right and I mean, they put up. You were saying they give up points to, SC, to South Carolina, but that defense before that was 36 ranked defense in the country, and they put up 500 yards week before that against Mizzou. Uh, they put 683 yards. I Hendon Hooker. Sorry, there we go. 
eight touchdowns the last two games total. 14 over the last four games with zero interceptions. So are you playing Tennessee or the over or both? I, I A little bit of all, but I'm definitely sprinkling, sprinkling as well. I, I really do. I, in the home field, I mean, we're discounting. I know Nayland Stadium hasn't been a place for people oh, to worry about no, recently. No, I'm not discounting that at all. But this one I think is because it's going to be, like you said, it's a chance to win three straight SEC games. But which, this is a are you ready for primetime games? Yeah. Tennessee ready to win this one? And, and really, I guess you could kind of say the same for Ole Miss. I mean, if they Ole win Miss this too. game, this would be a good win for them. I mean, they held on last week. They got, you know, I would say they got fortunate that the clock just ran out, right? And they went for two, and so, which I thought somebody would do in that because nobody could stop anybody. I think you're going to have the same thing this time. Although, I like the home field advantage for Tennessee. Maybe they get an additional stop there. I think Tennessee wins it. All right. Uh, there you go. That's why I'm a big fat sucker. Uh, and we'll see what happens. I'll probably take Ole Miss. Uh, let's see. Auburn, Arkansas. You got anything on this SEC matchup? I'm just kind of running through some games here. No? I do not. It okay, good. We can move on. Yep. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. Well, let's go back to the order. Uh, let's go Friday night. <clears throat> or excuse me, Thursday night. Georgia Southern at South Alabama. Navy at Memphis. I know you said something about the underdog midshipmen here. It looks like they might have kind of figured things out after a slow start. I, I, I like both dogs. I think Georgia Southern probably should be ranked there, although South Alabama defense is a little bit better. But, um, you know, we I think we talked about Southern before the season. I thought they'd be a dark horse and a spot to kind of look at and back. You had to get by that initial schedule. He played at FAU and at Arkansas early. Looked bad. But and then they fired their successful coach. Yeah, because the guy was on top of the bus or yeah. whatever. So, but since then they're three and zero against the spread. Ironically, he was on the bus. The coach got thrown under. Yeah, the bus. under the bus. Yeah. Three and zero against the spread. One and two straight up, and they've played really good. They played Lafayette, Arkansas State, Troy, all those. Uh, USA is one and three against the spread. Zero and three against the spread as a favorite. So the you're last sit three. here and tell me you're going on the opposite side of USA. I am. I'm. I'm. Mm. I'm fading USA on this one. Wow. So. Okay. Also, the I mean, series Southern is seven and zero straight up the last seven. Six and one against the spread. One last year uh, by seven, outgained by seventy in USA. Overall, is one and seven straight up in the last eight Sun Belt Conference games. So I think again, the wrong team's favored here, just like we talked about with uh, Tennessee. Memphis lost to Temple uh, already this season. They are ten and a half point favorite, and you think? Navy can keep it close. I do, yeah. I mean, they're three and zero against the spread the last three, and against really good teams in the conference: Houston, uh, SMU. I know we could debate Central Florida um, with a chance to win all three of those. They've come down to a touchdown, one score or less. Two of the last three in this series have come down to three points or less, and Navy's two and one against the spread in those. Memphis is zero and three straight up against the spread the last three. UTSA, who we love, but then Temple and Tulsa. I, I think Navy's kind of figured it out a little bit. Memphis also one and seven against the spread in the last eight games in conference. There's still, I think the line's a little bit overvalued with the name Memphis there, and maybe people remember the early early games. I think they've uh, I think they've figured it out a little bit. Memphis Memphis is 116th ranked defense too, which could help them a little bit there. Friday night, Clemson at Syracuse. We've seen this one before, right? Hasn't Syracuse gotten them in the uh, the dome in somewhat recent years? 
uh, Marshall at North Texas, San Diego State, San Jose State, and Cal at Oregon all coming up on Friday night. Do you like any of those Friday night games? I keep riding the fact that Clemson can't cover more than 14 when they don't even average 14 points in FBS games. I love Friday night home dogs. That's Friday night this year. And you're right. They beat them there uh, as a 25-point dog. They almost beat them at Clemson the next year as a 27-point dog. That's probably why Dino Baber still has a job. I, I think it probably is. <laughs> so those, those last for a while. But, I mean, Syracuse is 4-0 against the spread in the last four in the series. And they're seven and one against the spread in the last eight overall. You know, Clemson's been off since the botched fumble on the snap by BC, but they're 0 and 4 against the spread. I think people are still expecting them. At some point, they're going to break out. They're going to break out. They're going to break out. I mean, Syracuse just played Wake really good at home. Yeah. Could have won that game. I like them catching 14 and a half here. It's really not that scary anymore to be on the other side of Clemson, is it? Like it was for a while, and now you feel pretty comfortable doing it. I think the other way, you know, it's laying those big numbers it was like all right is clemson gonna get to 40 or they gonna get to 45 or 50 they can't even get again by the way the total of this one's 45 now that you bring that up so because clemson can't score but they've got you know one of arguably one of the best defenses in the country as well so and look at the scores take the overtime out of the mix for nc state what 10-3 14-14 19-13 last week so it could I, i you know i i i like syracuse in that number um, all right. Anything else on Friday night? Marshall, North Texas, San Diego State, San Jose State, Cal, Oregon. No, I don't. I, right. I, nothing that was there. I know you th- you think Marshall may not be very good. So North Texas just went to right. Mizzou. Did you and see what they did against Old Dominion last week? I mean, I, I didn't even watch the game. I just followed the uh, score the entire game because I kept wanting to take Marshall live. And they were stuck on like six points the whole game. And I think they had two late scores and ended up winning outright. But. To be a favorite by eleven, uh, North Texas must be really bad. I, I guess so. Maybe in the, you know it's got to be in Huntington a little bit as well. Yeah, what's no, that? it's not. It's They're not. eleven point favorites at North Texas. At Denton, that's that's worth rolling. There's going to be some points in that game. <laughs> Me Speaking of in live, in live, uh, the the continuing to take app last night in in game live didn't work out very well. I thought about that early on, <laughs> but uh, did not go that route. Yeah, yeah, I got beat up a little bit in that one. Yeah, no, I because it was uh, seventeen to three or something, and it was stuck on like ten and a half, nine and a half, a lot, and I wanted to hit it so bad and never did. So yeah, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, good for you. Um, I was watching it in Virginia where you can bet live. Oh, okay, that's yeah. why I was had good. the option. Uh, all right, uh, let's see. You name a game. Uh. The game of the week in the ACC, right? NC State, BC. Okay. All right. I'm interested in this one. Uh, BC, a home three-point dog, total at 52. Every NC State person I know says that they can't beat BC, and BC at home. Again, there's not much of a home field advantage at Chestnut Hill, but I I do like BC at home. We've seen them play a couple really good teams and have, have like, I mean, who knows if they score against Clemson if he catches the snap there, but in the series... BC seems to to always cover in this, and they're catching points at home. They're four and zero against the spread uh, the last four in this two and two straight up. They're six one and one the last eight at home in the series. The home team has dominated the series ten and five straight up, eleven and four against the spread. I, I mean, I, I I like them getting the points here. So last time we saw NC State go on the road, they lost at Mississippi State twenty four yeah. to ten. We saw them struggle against La Tech in a spot after Clemson. We just talked about it. We don't think Clemson offense is very good. BC offense better than Clemson offense? Not Arguably. Good. 
Uh, yeah. I don't know. So I'll take the home dog sprinkle. It's a money line parlay on Tennessee, Georgia Southern, uh, BC right now. Let's, there it uh, is. Let's w- do it. Wagers so. parlay of the week. Yep. All right. What's next? Uh, well, if there's any uh, in the ACC, I'm just trying to find something. So you throw it at Mississippi State. Who they got? Bama. Oh, yeah. 17, right? Yeah, I'm not going to trust the Bama defense yet. We've seen them go on the road two times. We've seen what State's done. State beat Texas A&M at College Station the week before Alabama went there. I know Texas A&M may have been on a look ahead. I was going to say Mississippi State's offense, are they, do they have enough to do that? But Texas A&M's offense was struggling going into that game, right, against Bama. Yeah, but, I points. mean, you're, you're disrespecting the uh, Mississippi State offense here, and I know I've got a stat there. That, uh, Give me that stat. They are the number five passing offense in the country. Hmm. I mean, they're no Western Kentucky, number one, and Virginia, number two, as we know. <laughs> but, hey, you know, the Pirate's going to just sling it around. As many, after what he just saw, he's going to sling it around 60, 70 times. The Pirate referring to Mike Leach. Mike I, Leach, I, I yeah. Was, yeah. I was like, yeah. the Pirates? What are the Pirates um, doing here? I, I mean, again, they beat, they went in Texas A&M, beat them 26-22. The defense is good. We talk about they, they absolutely shut NC State down at home, beat them 24-10. to 10 struggled in the game against La Tech. They just, they lost to LSU at home, which is the one that's probably is a little bit concerning there. Um they seem to play to the level of the opponent. They're 2 and 0 against the spread versus ranked teams this year, 0 and 3 against the spread versus unranked teams. I mean, is there anything on your sheet about like a Nick Saban wake up call, blowout, bounce back? Good you mention it cuz I think that's all I've heard. All I've heard is like, well, Alabama's bounce back. I had friends saying it same thing. They did it after Florida and all that stuff. There's not a lot of spots off losses, but in the last 10 years, <laughs> he is only 3 and 5 against the spread off a straight up loss. So, mm-hmm. so it's not an automatic like, oh, they're just going to bounce back and they're going to do great. I just don't know if they can slow him down or not. We've seen what they've done on the road. 57 and a half seems way too low for this game because of that. The only thing, and I know as an Alabama fan, they absolutely dominate Mississippi State, though. 4-1 and one against the spread, last five in the series. They are in a spot where they need to really kind of bounce back. But I, until that defense shows that they can slow down a passing offense on the road, I, I think I'm taking the 17 points here. I'm not going to sprinkle. I don't think they win it. but I'll take Bama. Um, Good. But I love your notes. Uh, you didn't even know I had that bounce back stat there. From that was good. Yeah. Enough Bama. Let's talk about good teams. Cincinnati is at home against UCF, and you're you're gonna ride with Mikey Keene and the Knights. I can't lay twenty one in this game. What? I wish I had a sheet. I wish I still lived in Vegas. What was the preseason look ahead oh. line? College game of the year line on this? Since he minus three pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but you have to factor in Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, sure. They have a ton of injuries. I know, like key they injuries, do. and it's year one. Gus Malzahn. They, they are not the um, your your fathers or your like uh, cool uncles. UCF. Right? I know they are not, but it's also a noon start at Nippert Stadium. People don't haven't even had time to choke down a plate of skyline chili by the time this thing there's no atmosphere if it was a night game and they've had a chance to take out all the frustration ever on ucf i mean it's a morning start i don't i don't think there's much atmosphere at ucf now you it, it, roles have changed right ucf can save their season by beating cincinnati i don't think they will and i didn't watch the game last week so that that you saw but 
I just okay. It seems yeah. too easy, right? Yeah. UCF zero and four against the spread. Cincinnati four and zero against the spread. My Maybe thing, Cincinnati will sleepwalk, but man, they 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 like to run it up. Because here it is now for the first time ever since we've been on the Cincy bandwagon for the last four or five years. I think now everybody's like they're actually good. They're they they can be in the playoffs. All that stuff comes to a head at noon on Saturday. I, I'm taking the twenty one. All right. Then, um, don't we, keep it close enough let's run through some other yep. ones you got on your sheet real quick um don't want to waste any time i i, I love the over in the missouri a&m game uh you know with a&m off that win now going on the road it feels like the la tech nc state thing and we know missouri can't stop anybody that's a 60 and a half uh you know, and they just gave up in 60-something overall just to Tennessee. So, mm-hmm. I do like that one. All right. Tipped to take uh, Mizzou there a little bit. I, I'm I'm believer in Sparty just because Indiana's, you know, their backup quarterback right now. Penix is is out, so they go with Jack Tuttle. Uh, I, a Sparty dominates the series 10-2 straight up, 12-5 against the spread the last 17. Sparty's 15th overall offense right now, averaging close to 500 yards a game, which is actually ahead of – Alabama and Oklahoma and their schedule's been fairly competitive so far. So um so I like that one. Um I think we talked about Colorado State the last time I was on because that was one that I had liked have kind of jumped on the Colorado State bandwagon. They play at New Mexico. Good defense, thirty fourth overall defense. They just came off of a, a game where their their issue is scoring points, uh the big issue for a team to have. But they finally scored some against San Jose. Now they're they're kind of rolling a little bit. New Mexico's zero and six against spread on the road. The last four weeks they've scored a total of thirty points mm-hmm. overall. They're the hundred and twenty fourth ranked offense in the country. Again, out of one hundred thirty, I watched a little bit of the San Diego State game last week. You can run on them pretty easily, and Colorado State's bounced back really nice. And it's played a really tough schedule of recent. Beat Toledo, beat San Jose, who's a good team in the Mountain West. Uh, almost they played Iowa tough. It was twenty four fourteen loss there. I don't think uh, I don't think uh, New Mexico will score much. So I, I like them there. Um, I like Okie State plus five and a half yeah. against Texas. Te- I mean, this is like a major just hangover spot for Texas. Too. Yeah, I kind of looked at that Texas and Oklahoma coming off of Oklahoma does a lot better coming off of that game than Texas normally does, regardless of the outcome. But you throw in the factor of that they just blew that big lead that they did. With a new coach, with uh, how are they going to kind of respond to that? And then Okie State comes in with a really good defense. And, you know, they've already beaten Baylor, who's there. If they win this, they get Oklahoma at home. And I think they get Iowa State. They, they kind of control things in the in the Big 12, staying way under the radar. Everybody's focused on Oklahoma. But 19th overall uh, defense in the country right now. And, again, it's been pretty tested. Last time that they went on the road, they won at Boise. Um, so I, I, I do like uh, Oklahoma State in that game. So, all right, uh, you want to wrap it up with a couple more college picks, and we'll take a break. Yeah, I, I'm leaning. Hey, uh, we'll go. While you're thinking, yeah. has uh, Sissy Purple Shirt Ed Orgeron like are they done? Yeah, are they closing up shop? Because if so, would you take Florida minus ten and a half, or is that too much on the road? I mean that's a that's even though it's west and east that is a huge rival and usually very spirited games but yeah you would you think Coach O's got one more fight in him I don't uh, think so I don't I either think, that's I think why it's 
That team, had, they didn't show any fight last. I, I was on them with Kentucky thinking they were going to bounce back and fight, and they'd gone at Mississippi yeah. State, yeah, and there was just nothing. Um, so I say no. And speaking of that, then, I don't – Kentucky plus 24 and a half. I know I'm stepping in front of the Georgia train, but now they're wearing the crown. Is that going to weigh on them? The last two years is 14 to 3 and 21 to nothing. And Kentucky held Georgia – Kentucky's defense really good. They held Georgia to the second fewest yards that they had last year at 345. I don't. I, I mean, Kentucky's over. I, I, I'm gonna just wait till the first score of the game and then live bet the under. I mean, the total's 44 and you're getting 24 and a half. I mean, they don't expect Kentucky to score 10. That's all somebody else saying. If Kentucky can score 10, they're gonna cover it. I, I think it's the game that everybody thought the Georgia Arkansas game might be. I like Kentucky. That they, might be a fun bet every week. Uh, well, unless you lose it every week, but. The team total for the team play in Georgia. Like at one point, Auburn had already scored a touchdown, I think, and the team total was like nine and a half. I mean, that is how good Georgia's defense is. I mean, they have allowed 33 points in six games. <laughs> so that's five and a half points a game. Yeah. Um, do you get a touchdown? You feel like you're in you're in pretty good shape there. So uh, split Kentucky's name in half. I like Kent against Western Michigan. Okay. I had the I had those two good. alphabetical here. Good job. Uh yeah, thank you. Um Kent, I think was one again, early Mac teams you got to watch early on is like, all right, are they as bad as what they look? They start out at Texas A&M, at Iowa, at Maryland. Since then they're 2 and 0 straight up, 1 and 1 against the spread. I, I they were kind of picked to win that side anyway along with Ohio, who's been a really big disappointment. They're catching six and a half at Western Michigan. So, and Kent's actually with that tough schedule is still the 24th ranked uh, offense in the country, which is number one in the MAC. So, pay attention to Kent. If the weather looks good, total 65. There might be tons of, if Crum is on, who's the quarterback, uh, tons of points there. Love Utah State against uh, UNLV. All right, let's uh, get a break in. We will come back. We'll talk some NFL. If we have time, we'll circle back to more of wagers at college picks it's a wednesday with wager we just rolled through a ton of games there good good time conservation let's there. put those online so people can see them and especially a three-team money right. parlay that's just gonna like cash like it's <laughs> kelly vegas or something so. all right yeah i need to uh get her on the show i have her friend my, it's ariel's my, number ariel yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they spend they go on trips together now that's my three uh hottie threesome right there What's that? Your well, hottie that's threesome? What she does, yeah. What's okay. your uh, hottie threesome again? Uh, was, Tennessee, uh, Tennessee, Tennessee, Georgia, Georgia Southern, Southern, and another three points. Who was the other three? BC. Uh, BC, yeah. Okay. Here's mine. Hottie threesome. All right. We need a new name for that. <laughs> uh, we'll be back on Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. We'll talk some NFL when we return after this. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Got damage? Damage from wood rot? Fixed. How about damage from smoke or fire or water? Fixed. 
If you've got damage, use a contractor that works for you and not your insurance company. Visit FixedNC.com today or call 999-0001. That's three nines, three zeros, and a one. Fixed NC, restore, renew, maintain. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome back in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Clip Brock here wrapping up hour number one with Wager McGee. We went over a ton of college games a moment ago. We'll circle back to that because there's a few that Wager left off due to time constraints. We'll talk NFL now, and let's just get into uh, Thursday night coming up tomorrow night. You've got the Buccaneers on the road at Philadelphia. What a weird win by the Eagles on Sunday. They were pretty much dominated. Their offense was not moving at all. Uh, got a key. At the, there was a block punt in there. There was some kind of weird things that happened, and they were able to get that win at Carolina. We'll see if they can carry that over into Thursday night uh, with Tom Brady coming to the link. Wager, any thoughts on this game? Um, I think it's probably seven and a half, which may scare some people out, but I, I kind of like Tampa in that one. Well, I can take um, it at six and a half now, so you would recommend doing half. that. Yes. With, uh, what's it, how you pronounce his name, Dallas, whatever, out with COVID. Goddard. Or did he, he, he had to pass two tests, so, but they thought it was unlikely he was going to play. I think you're play. thinking about Jorge Soler. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, the, the Tampa offense, the last two weeks, you argue opponents all you want, but Philly's pass defense hasn't stopped anybody outside of the Falcons in week one. And then Darnold, you know, kind of stopped himself last week. But uh, I, I like Tampa to be able to move it and score. I, you know, I don't know. I'm just curious to see if – I may do a prop if Brady runs the Philly I mean, it's kind of like a don't overthink it. I mean – you don't right. it's you know is again how much motivation you look at like brady's like oh he gets to win in a stadium he's never won in here's a revenge from a super bowl loss i don't know in a short week brady loves do that anything brady loves that crap i know so I mean, yeah here it is. that's I like what i'm saying that. he job. tried to catch the philly special pass there second I, I looked at red zone stuff a lot this week uh tampa is second in trips to the red zone last two weeks they've just been moving the ball up and down the field so um short week two jalen hurts tom brady on a short week I, you know i think there's something there to that too all right let's go to beautiful tottenham hotspur stadium and talk dolphins jags urban meyer on the road away from his family this could be dangerous wager uh the dolphins a three-point favorite they have been bad I, the jags have been bad this is bad i mean it's almost a blessing right if you had the the stuff going on that urban has getting out of the co- people say you need to get out of the country yeah that's what he's doing now those I, tabloids people are brutal over there are they oh, gonna dive yeah. into urban's life i don't know <laughs> maybe <laughs> probably some royal family stuff going on depends i don't know if harry kane still is trying to get out on a transfer somewhere um i i think i'm gonna for the first time all year i think i'm uh, back to jags mm. why well, just ignore this game you can't ignore it. <laughs> yes, you I can. Mean, you gotta have tea and crumpets in the I morning, guess. and like, that's a beautiful stadium, by the way. Yeah. I don't. They, it, the thing will be, can they run for 250 yards? But you know what he wants them to do was just like. I, I love that uh, Bill Barnwell was like. So Urban Meyer, his uh, idea to get out of this rut is to do something that teams have done like 33 times. In 33 the last... times in 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, a genius. Right now, Miami's the third worst defense in the NFL. What's wrong with, like, I like Flores. Like, what's going on with them? They're They're terrible. just injured. But, I mean, I saw something else, too, which is true. If you're a Dolphins fan and you're watching the Chargers every week, that is, like, 
uh, with Herbert. Bears that were watching Trubisky. I mean, yeah. you passed on Herbert and drafted Tua, who, as an Alabama fan, I always thought that. Seen, I didn't know Herbert was going to be like he was, but I thought Tua was a stretch there. So, All right, we're spending way too much time on this game. Yep. Uh, anything on Texans, Colts? Colts were, uh, boy, they should have won the other night. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I, the Texans quarterback was much better against New England. Davis Mills threw for over 300 against Bill Belichick. I'm I, surprised he didn't retire after that game. <laughs> I mean, that's Belichick's got to be super embarrassed about that. Yeah. This guy couldn't throw for 150 yards. I I don't know where the, I mean, the Colts aren't somebody I look at that, that I think that can blow somebody out. So, what is it, nine and a half, ten? Yeah. I, 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 it's not going to be in top five, but Skip I would lean. I would lean to taking the picks. All right, Bears uh, at home against the Packers. Packers obviously a road favorite. Uh, Justin Fields. The numbers were not good last week, but that Bears defense smothered uh, John Gruden and the Raiders. Khalil Mack. I mean, it was a the Khalil, Khalil Mack, Mack game. game. So you got to think that there might be a little bit of a. Uh, I mean, if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers and Packers, because now it's a huge game. It was traditionally maybe their biggest rival, right? Um, I, I I agree he didn't do a lot, but I looked at, again, look at red zone stuff and look at how the rookies have done. I mean, the first two games of the year with Dalton, they were one of six in the red zone. In the last three weeks with Fields, they're five of seven. So I think it's Nagy getting comfortable making calls. What can they is open up the run game a little bit? All that being said... Green Bay usually dominates this game. And coming off a tough game like they had, where they were lucky to finally make a field goal, I guess, and win oh, that God. thing. That was um, Packers? Yeah. I, I mean, Green Bay's 10-1 and one straight up the last 11 at Chicago. Yikes. So they really don't ever, like, I, I, it's 4-1 and one against the spread. I know everybody's like, well, they still got to cover it. Four and a half, five in this series for a Packers game is probably about where it is. I'm very s- comfortable taking the Packers here. Yeah. I'm I, very comfortable. Um. Yeah, I, I like as well. So All right, let's move on. Okay. Chiefs never cover against the spread. Washington sucks. So what happens in this game? I I lean over right away because I think you can score against the Chiefs and it seems like they're going to get into a ton of shootouts. We every a couple week, of Heineken so. miracles in there. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, you can, you run the ball pretty easy against them. The Washington football team can run the ball, right? Kind of opens up. I kind of lean to taking yeah. the points a little bit. I mean, think about two weeks ago at Philly. Would it be similar? Maybe. I mean, you run the ball on them, you can score. I, right now, Kansas City is not great uh, overall, and they're kind of desperate for a win, but. Oh, they're going to get one this weekend. <laughs> but uh, I don't mind the Six over. and a half over, what, 50, 55. 55. Yeah. Um, and this one is uh, in honor of. Never mind. Uh, Vikings Panthers. Anything there? Nothing. I would. I would probably just lean under, but I've got nothing on it. So. Okay. Uh, Chargers at the Ravens. This will be a fun game because the Chargers always play fun games. I like the Chargers. So I, I mean, Baltimore seems to put. Uh, Baltimore seems that every game that uh, chargers as well every game that both these teams have comes down to the very end so taking points on either one of the side if it was either team getting points i think you just take them but chargers have the better defense right now and baltimore's got the third worst pass defense in the league and we saw it we've seen Wentz it a couple of times well over 300 right yeah and then remember david carr in week one looked like uh, MVP, people were talking about mvp for david carr for two weeks based on that game so Derek. um 
And Derek. I know you don't care. I don't care. But this is a professional radio program. We get names right on this show, sir. <laughs> I'm just going to start saying car. And your name is Wager McGee. Car. Uh, I mean, Lamar now is, I mean, they, they can't really, when I say they can't run, they still can, but he seems to, the passing attack for the Ravens seems to be fully in, in swing. So, Hollywood. I mean, that total seems like it could be, an NFL total getting close to 60 is a rare thing. What is that total? 52. <sighs> Too low? I think so. The the Kansas City game's the highest total. Uh appears that way, yeah. Yeah, I would it's weird that we're seeing a lot of low totals in college football and NFL totals in the upper forties, fifties. Like you still got your shootout games in college, obviously, but yeah, seen a lot of lower totals this year. This one where I think either I know you're not supposed to tease three three it's not supposed to tease three zeros, right? So everybody that's a thing that everybody does, so professionals will tell you that but we're not professionals so i think you could tease both sides of it and tease the total down so chargers uh, uh, chandler if you're listening uh, i'd love to get chandler's play of the week at the very end of this segment so if you got anything for us at the very end let me know you look like you don't but i'm gonna ask you at the end of this segment you got about uh seven minutes Uh, uh let's go let's see Bengals lines anything there uh, nothing. I would wait on that to make sure on Burrow. It seemed like he was he checked out okay from the hospital, and then Mixon even played last week. I, you know. All right. Speaking of waiting, do we need to wait on the Giants to see if they have a team to field yes, this week? Definitely need Rams, to wait on that. Big favorites there. Uh, Cardinals Browns. Oh, Cardinals Browns. That's a fun game. And Browns favorite over the only undefeated team in the league, but I think there's a reason for that. Give me the Browns. I'm taking the Browns. So yeah, it just seems Browns. like it doesn't make sense as much as everybody seemed to be on the Browns last week. I, they've got the better defense, and despite everything, I mean the offense last week didn't do anything wrong, right? What was that the only team before last week? What was that? Uh, was that 214 and 0 for a team that had 500 yards, no, no turnovers, turnovers, and scored 40 points? Yeah. Um, Arizona struggles stopping the run and now you got the so they're giving up 140 yards a game and cleveland's number one rushing offense in the in the league averaging 188 yards so they'll be able to keep the ball away from kyler a little bit and what good defense has arizona really play they struggled to score at home last week against san francisco titans week one is all that comes to mind for me and that's not good defense so Oh, what Rams. Oh, you said what I, mean, I thought good you defense. meant where Arizona played good defense. I was thinking you're saying what good defense has Arizona, Arizona played, played against. And I'm I mean sorry. Cardinals defense before that game last week, you know, they, they had you know, they had beaten the Bears twenty six to six and the Vikings fourteen to seven. So I think they can slow them down a little bit, get into one of that style game instead of I mean the Chargers are just gonna Chargers games up, I think. So but Broncos need a win to get back on track. They might be playing a good opponent, an unfocused Raiders team, or do you get that that galvanize that we're gonna rally together and get a win in Denver this week if you are Vegas? I love that. I the love ladder. that I love that when the team loses a head coach, usually it's firing them. So I I mean you can you could argue that he got fired, right? Whatever, it's just semantics. So I he didn't got hear fired. anything about it. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> All right. no, moving on. Derek Carr did something wrong. Um, I think it so, was David, actually. <laughs> so you're going Raiders here? Yeah, I'm taking the four. I mean, the uh, Broncos aren't any that good. So yeah, uh, I mean, I, they're not going to. I mean, I you know, I know the Raiders defense isn't very good. Um, but the Broncos' offense isn't great either. I mean, and they actually, you know, again, you start looking at the Broncos. I think it was the case 
when they started out three and oh it was giants jets and somebody else right and then they've run since then now they've run into the ravens and the steelers Jag- and they lost Jaguars, both games i believe jaguars yeah. yeah um so i don't i i'm not sure how good they is giants yeah giants jags and jets um uh, so how good is denver i don't really know nah um i think they i think vegas could use how that good kind of is vegas rally. i don't think they're that good i think i left to a great start i don't either but you're catching four points i yeah, mean that's right. kind of speaking of four points dallas is one of the best teams in the nfl and they are four point favorites against the patriots who are not one of the best teams in the nfl so this is a fat sucker clip rock bet here take dallas and and lose it and i i haven't bet on dallas yet this year i think i fade them two or three times I've keep there. hoping or keep thinking that they're going to regress this week against the giants and then of course you know everybody gets knocked out in the first half their offense is awesome I, 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 it can't be i'm i'm and the defense isn't bad i'm done thinking that dallas isn't good okay. i don't know if i i'm not jumping on board that they're going to win the you know the super bowl i think the bills are the best team in the nfl so maybe that's an overreaction after after this past week but um I, I don't know. Dallas 5-0 and against the spread. They've got an off week next week. It feels suckery, though, doesn't it? It feels suckery. Oh, okay. without, I mean, a road favorite always feels like a sucker bat, especially one that's playing this well that shouldn't be playing this well. But you want to go with Dallas? I'm going Dallas. Okay. Uh, this is not a fun Sunday night game. Is it Geno Smith or Blake Bortles starting for Seattle against Ben Roethlisberger? Seahawks, Steelers, anything there? Uh, yes, yeah, Geno. I don't, I, you know. Under 42 and a half? <laughs> i would I, I don't really have anything but again just like the rallying around the quarterback usually backup quarterback comes in you rally around them with a week of preparation and pittsburgh off that big win losing juju i mean it I seems like it seems game. so easy with steelers and i think seahawks are probably the side this will be nlcs game two i'll be watching baseball not watching this game uh monday night bills titans bounce back from the look ahead game revenge from if nothing else chandler can we get some mike keith please i need a t- or a sack or a touchdown titans or something um where are you i've got a pick okay but oh. all right but real quick can you give us mike keith touchdown titans pretty good what do you think wager titans bill <laughs> i'm all bills we talked about this was the game last year that i thought the titans were in a great spot look ahead of the year Nobody we talked about, about it for weeks <laughs> we talked about it for weeks well now it's revenge spot for that they absolutely blew them out was it 40 to 14 it was covid they pushed it back wager titans... looked ahead for a look ahead game for like two months and circled this game oh he that was, was very proud that was the easiest it. bet in the nfl <laughs> last year so now this game is a revenge titans a really revenge titans are the second worst run defense in the league and buffalo is the uh, buffalo's number one total defense in the league now so you argue who they played hadn't played and everything else like that so oh they, but yeah they shut out two teams and yeah played, well, yeah they're off next week in the little twist of fate that we talked about tennessee plays kansas city next week tennessee's not looking ahead to anybody they're just trying to win games and barely beating teams like the jags and the jets and teams like that so i, like I love the bills games. here okay love right. the bills love the and could see them running it up a little bit because i don't know if the titans are going to be able to stop the rush defense of the bills okay rush offense sorry um chandler what is your pick of the week college or pro uh pro all right and you're not gonna like this this lock up for me because i'm gonna go chiefs minus i've seen six and a half i've seen seven 
Uh, but this is the second NFC East matchup for uh, the Chiefs in the past like three weeks. They put up 42 points against the Eagles. They had a tough loss against a really good Bills team last week. We've been waiting for that Washington defense to step up and wake up, and yet they no. they have not. And I, they're definitely not going to do it this week against that you know high powered offense from Kansas City. So I think they take care of business in Washington. Chandler's pick of the week, right there. I'm on the over on that one, so yeah. we'll uh, we'll see. So okay, uh, wager we are out of time. Some uh, college games you didn't get to. You like the TCU Oklahoma over. You like the Skippers La Tech. You like Fresno State and Arizona State. So yep, so some your, late night final degenerate plugs. action for everybody. I'll, I'll I'll try to get something out on social media with all these picks, but uh, oh, that'd be great. Enjoyed it. That was fun. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Good stuff. Yep. All right. Well, let's take a timeout. We'll come back when we return. Stephen Igo hoist the colors. Oh, it's that time of year. We got a bye week. The ECU basketball schedule's out. We're gonna do our annual run through every basketball game and make it a dub or an L. We'll talk Pirate Hoops when we return to my ECU football and more. We're back with the Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live after this. to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. For maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's step back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, now Wager McGee can do some talking. Hour two has begun. Clip Rock here. Steven Igo Igloo is here as well. And we do not have time to dilly-dally. We got Jeff Charles coming up. Igo, we've only got about 25 minutes to cram in college football picks and talk ECU basketball. So I'll tell you what. Let's skip all the football talk this week. What? Uh, the tweet sent up by Pirate Ready earlier said it would be a football discussion. Really? All right, here we go. I go. Grade the offense, defense, and special teams through six weeks. We did the, had the listeners uh, do this yesterday. Let's get your grades. Offense. D. Mm. Defense. B minus. Mm. Special teams. A. Mm. Minus. Mm. All right, there you go. Uh, any comments? No. All right, we can move on to basketball. We do this every year. Why? Why not? Why not? Because well, we have nothing else to do. We got plenty more to do, but well, this I, is, we have I enjoy else. doing this. We have nothing else this fun to do. Exactly. We are going to go through and pick every single basketball game for East Carolina because we do it every year and it's fun. And we get to talk about revenge games and other things. So the Pirates open up November 9th, South Carolina State at home. I go, I'm chalking that up as a Pirate victory. Yeah, this is, uh, if there's one thing you can count on, ECU opening the season with a victory and what Jody Jones loves to term a lid lifter. Um, and so I'm going to say that the Pirates get a lid. <laughs> now, what does that mean? 
an opener. Oh. Lid lifter. Oh, boy. So I'm going to go to the Pirates get a uh, season opening lid lifting win. Do you remember the non-con uh, record last year? Non-con record last year was six and one. A shortened non-con for the yeah, most yeah, part. Yeah, short non-con. Okay. Uh, Canisius D. Canisius. That's how you say Canisius, right? Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with the win. <laughs> I don't know anything about Canisius, so I'm going to go with W. That is another fun part about this. We do not scout the opponents. We don't. I don't even know about East Carolina this year. <laughs> so this is blind, blind draw here. This is totally gut feel. All right. During the break, you said I go. This Western Carolina game is huge. Why? Because Tony Castleberry attended Western Carolina, mm. uh, diehard Catamount, and he is the beat writer, former beat writer for ECU <laughs> basketball uh, from like, what, five years ago at this point? So yeah. he will probably be in Menji's that day, and he'll probably be cussing up a storm at somebody. But I'm going to win. I'm going to say the Pirates are 3-0 and when they take on Oklahoma Thursday, November 18th. We're planning, uh, we got a watch party planned for that one, myself, Chandler, <laughs> and maybe some others. Are you going to be in Myrtle Beach? Uh, that is two days before they play Navy, so I don't know. Are you going to be here? I mean, they're going to be here or on my way to Annapolis. All right, so there's no chance you're just chilling at home. I mean, there's a chance. Well, you just took that out of the equation. You said either here or on the road. We'll see. Come on, Dad. I mean, you know what we'll see means? You'll find out when Slater wants to do something, and you're like, we'll see. I mean, this is, uh, I can't make plans more than a month away. I mean, that's, a, that's, that's how we're too different. Much, too many moving parts. I guess I'm built different. I go, I would. Li- <laughs> you are. <laughs> I would love to say the pirates on espn2 or espnu yep. pull off one that the nation's <clears throat> talking about is the nation going to be talking about it the college basketball nation november 18th yep. maybe um i mean if you win this one you put the uh, if you win votes. this one you definitely would lose the next one. <laughs> oh, 100 i'm gonna say they lose i mean yeah this is a 20 point loss okay now next they will play indiana state or old dominion and I'm going to say they lose. Wow. Um, I'm going to say they beat Indiana State in the loser's bracket. Okay. And then they'll play a third game against – we crunched it down to potentially Penn, New Mexico State. Could be Davidson. Could be – Utah State. Utah State. I'm going to say they win that last game. Well, see, here's the problem. You have them in the third – you have them in the last place <laughs> game. I have them in the oh. fifth place or something but still playing one of those yeah. teams but playing one of the better right. teams i'm gonna go w I'm gonna you say, are sick in the I'm head i'm gonna say they beat uh hmm. they beat i don't even know they played utah state i mean davidson would be awesome yeah that'd be a, i don't know why we don't play them i'm going w often okay all right Coppin state now did we lose them boys <laughs> this is uh yeah they lost Revenge to compensate a couple of ga- a couple years ago but then they played them again uh, i don't know if you can count it as like the double revenge game but this is a revenge game joe dooley has this one circled yeah 100 <laughs> percent. he's had this one circled since the schedule now yeah. i go i've got east carolina just for fun losing to old dominion <laughs> Day two of the Myrtle Beach Invitational, setting up a revenge game November 30th and rocking Menji's Coliseum 
East Carolina versus Old Dominion, and I've got ECU winning the rematch. Now, this is your first meeting between these yeah, two. Yeah, this is my initial This meeting. is why I like doing this, too, because it's like a choose-your-own-adventure book. Right. I've got loss. Your first home loss is... Uh, uh, Kent Bazemore comes in yeah, here. Brandon Stith <laughs> in his 18th year of eligibility. Ghost of Brandon Stith. Old Dominion. All right, so you got that as an L. Uh, now... Mm. The Tim Craft game. This is the Tim Craft revenge game. I'm a huge Tim Craft fan. I remember, I think you. I like to say I remember and say I think. Was it you? Maybe Sai, maybe both that said Craft was a great recruiter and losing him would be would hurt Jeff Lebo and the team. I think both of us said that because it was obvious and the truth. And you look at the trajectory of the program after Tim Craft left, it went pretty far down quickly. Would you argue that that is the biggest loss in the history of ECU basketball? Like individual <laughs> coaching loss or player loss? I, I would say Jaden Gardner would be the biggest loss in ECU basketball Fine. history. Okay. Or you could say uh, the Wake Forest game where it was tied at halftime and they ended up losing about 50 points. Was 30. It was a pretty bad loss. LD Williams had some nasty dunks. I'm going to say Gardner Webb is a Tim Craft win. I'm going to take a loss at home. Wow. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go ECU over Gardner-Webb. I North, think they put the smackdown on. North Carolina A&T, I will take the Pirates in that one. Bring me my money. <laughs> I'm going to go ECU here. Oh, revenge game. Yeah, this is a true revenge game, even though I think they played A&T in basketball recently, too. The great thing about Pirate Hoops is so many teams have beat them over the years. It sets up a revenge game more times yeah. than not, including this one against Liberty. Do they still have the portly gentleman? Oh, the like 300 pounds. My favorite board? player. Yeah, I don't know. He was like uh, Shaquille O'Neal if he was a point guard. Yeah, yeah. He, like he, six, he would bring five. it up the court. He was awesome. Yeah. And I talked about him, and we follow each other on Twitter now. He's my buddy. He's He's a pal of yours. He's my, he's my Have you guys ever yeah, DM'd each other? No, nah, but we interacted. We say, hey, what's up? You guys what's like up, each man? other's tweets. I don't like tweets, okay? I either retweet or let it go. Are you too proud to like tweets? I just don't see the point in it. You're not a liker. It, I, you like the tweet. That's the point. Yeah, but I don't have that. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I, it, uh, 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 Liberty.edu. They don't have their own athletic site. What yes, they do. They got everything. They got Jesus. I'll take Liberty. Yeah, Liberty is a perennial NCAA tournament team. ECU is not, so give me Liberty. This game, by the way, in beautiful Spectrum Center. Forgot the name of it. Pirates! 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 Well, uh, Big Pat, is that his name? Yeah. Big Pat Big be Pat. on the PA for that one? Speaking I of PA, what do you think about the PA announcer's son being the quarterback here? I think it's uh, conspiracy theory. I mean, obviously, if he was not the PA announcer, then uh, he would not be the quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree. I with agree. That. Southern Miss is in Menji's December twenty first on a Tuesday. This is what I like to call a little stocking stuffer. <laughs> <laughs> I go. I love this game. I I really love this game. I love it it's so much. It's come down to like we only get excited when ECU plays an old conference USA team. In basketball, like that's what it's come down to. I go, you can't get it more exciting. I have to force myself to get excited about anything when it comes to ECU basketball. I'm gonna, I don't like the 12 noon tip off on a Tuesday. 
Because <laughs> I'll be here at work. It's no longer a stocking stuffer. This is a. Will yeah. you guys have a shows that week? I don't know. We might be off Christmas week. Hey, can I get off Christmas week so I can go watch the Pirates take on Southern Miss at Mengees? And can I'm you gonna. Be quiet, please. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Malcolm. I'll, I'll choose a win. <clears throat> yeah, I think this is the W. I mean, you talk about Southern Miss coming across the time zone. This is an 11 a.m. Central start wow. for Southern Miss, Good and point. they're on the road. Give me the Pirates. Great point. Larry right. Eustachie. Pirates by 18. Larry Eustachie's going to be hammered. Oh, dude. He's he's going to be hungover. Yep. All right. I Here go. we go. This is our game. We're in conference play. W. We said every year ECU pulls off an upset. Houston was last year. Cincinnati they've gotten. Memphis they've gotten. Temple. Go down the list. SMU. There's one team they haven't gotten, yep. and they're getting them this year. I like this one. Wednesday, I'm going to be at trivia. <laughs> Might have to move some things around. Wichita State at home conference opener. ECU loves a win on the conference, conference opener, opener too. This is, is all it? coming together. And uh, you know, the one thing I dislike about this game is that the students are going to be gone, so it's going to take away from the atmosphere. That sucks. But it's still going to be a W. They had no atmosphere last year. Yeah, there were no students when they beat Houston. So, Pirates, uh, I'm going to say Pirates by 12 here. All right, I'll take Pirates by 8. Now, the question is, do they lose at South Florida or versus Tulane after that? 100% at South Florida. You think it's the next one? Yeah. I'm going to flip it and reverse it. I'm going to go Missy Elliott here and say (laughs) they win at South Florida and they lose at home to Tulane, you're going to say LW? I mean, you look at that turnaround. 7 p.m. Wednesday night, you get the W. You're celebrating in the Thursday. Then 12 noon. Oh, you're hammered on New Year's Eve. Start time on January 1. That's 100% a loss. Now, there's going to be five people at the Yingling Center when they take on the Bulls because who the hell wants to go to a South Florida basketball game at 12 noon on New Year's Day? But I'm going to go South Florida. Okay. Uh, Tulane. I win. I, I mean, that's a that's a blowout. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Ooh, tough league, Jeff. At Temple, at Cincinnati, back to back. I'm going two L's there. <clears throat> I'm going W at Temple. They have they always lose at Temple. This year it changes. <laughs> at Cincinnati, uh, loss. Memphis at home, loss, loss. UCF at home. Loss. Me too. At Houston. Loss. <laughs> at Memphis. Loss. Oh, boy. We are in versus Cincinnati. Guys, guys, what are you talking about? <laughs> loss. Come on. Clip, come on. Side, turn your uh, radio off. Loss. That is a tough is stretch, a br- Jeff. <laughs> That's the only reason I picked him to win Temple. Oh, my God. I don't think they're going to lose like 18 in a row. But I'm going lost at Cincinnati home. I mean, this is a tough stretch. Uh, Temple at home, win. I'm going to say win. The season sweep. Okay. At Tulane. We've won there before. Yeah. uh, Historically, ECU owns Tulane. I'm going to go win again. Loss. At Tulsa is definitely a loss. They never win at Tulsa. It's a loss. Okay. Uh, SMU at home. W. I'm going to say a loss. Uh, at UCF. Loss. <laughs> I got a loss. South Florida at home. I got a win. Uh, win. Versus Tulsa at home. Loss. We'd never beat Tulsa anywhere. You know uh, what? Didn't they just beat Tulsa recently? Yeah, maybe. I'm going to say win. 
Yeah. And at Wichita State, loss. <laughs> loss. All right. That'll be the revenge game right there. Let's take a timeout. I'm going to crunch the numbers during the break. We'll give you our records heading into the AAC tournament. <laughs> then we'll tell you our predictions for the AAC tournament and our seed prediction for the NCAA tournament <laughs> when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Villa Verde on 10th Street and Villa Verde Dose by the hospital are open for you, serving unique and healthy dishes from the Dominican Republic. Order online at myvillaverde.com or the Villa Verde app. Order a family meal that feeds six to seven people, and they will have it ready for curbside pickup today. Whether it's dine-in or takeout, Villa Verde is a platform for good. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's Clip Rock. All right, after running through the ECU basketball schedule, I love, but I don't, I don't like what it looks like. But boy, this is an ECU record if I've ever heard one. Thirteen and eighteen, five and thirteen in conference play are my numbers. <laughs> And how many times have you seen those numbers before, folks? Steven Igo, Mr. Positive over here. Super optimistic. Has the Pirates with a winning record at 16 and 15, 7 and 11 in conference play. There's going to be some tight ones, Igo. You could say, if yours comes to fruition, you could say, man, we should have been 500 in league play this year. We should have been over yep, 500 yep. in league play. I mean, realistically, I gave them two wins in conference play that I don't feel good about so I'm, I, your prediction is much more realistic i'll say it looks more like ecu basketball 100%. over the years i mean it, it looks like what you come to expect from ecu basketball so i mean and here's the point with ecu hoops at this point like until they come out and prove it as clip sp- spills his drink all over the table fine liquid on this table wow how did you spill that drink with no because liquid coming I, out i'm a magician man that's like, impressive it's empty oh okay it's not as impressive anymore but uh no i mean at, at this point like until they prove us wrong it's hard to pick anything other than 13 and 18 three words prove us wrong and you lose your best player in the last couple of decades at least on paper it's gonna be difficult there's nothing to clean up troy just troy hands over some some uh paper towels but Clip is so elite that he can spill a drink without spilling a drop. Elite. Uh, Steven, let's make some picks. More picks? <laughs> Hour one, Wager McGee's picks. Hour two, our picks. Coming people up. People are probably listening like, did these people ever talk about no, anything? We don't, we we don't do anything. Picks. We just make picks. <laughs> and nobody holds our feet to the fire, so it doesn't matter. It's all for nothing. This is all a show. This is all life isn't real. All right. Last week I was one and four. I go two and three overall. I'm fourteen, fifteen, and one. You're seventeen, twelve, and one. So your your record looks a lot like ECU basketball. <laughs> your record looks like what we wanted to look like. Uh, no, nah, you're five games over five hundred still. That's impressive. Cincinnati minus twenty one at home against UCF. I'll take the Bearcats. Twenty one. Yeah, I mean, at this point, Cincinnati's going for style points. I was not impressed by UCF. The only way I like UCF in, the, in this game is if Bowser and Robinson play. 
Can I make a yeah a, yeah a pick on both sides? So all right, if if Bowser and Robinson play, I'm going to go UCF covers. If uh, only one plays, I'm going to Cincinnati. If B and R play UCF. All right, gotcha. Uh, how many points will Kentucky score against Georgia? Let's start there. Ten. So Georgia minus twenty three. Who do you got? Uh, I'm gonna take Kentucky because I think it's gonna be yeah. thirty thirty one to ten. I'll take Kentucky. It might even be less than that. Georgia. Okay. My big fat sucker pick of the week. Why are we picking this game? Ole Miss, Tennessee. Because is Tennessee like there is good? one game I'm looking forward to watching this weekend, and it's this one because it's a night game. I mean, it is going to be a lot of points. In uh, Knoxville, they've won two in a row. They've scored a yeah. lot of points the last two weeks. They have people believing that they're good. Lane Kiffin going back to Tennessee. You're asking why is the, were you picking this game? It's my favorite game of Saturday. I just don't like Josh Heupel. But. Well, take uh, Ole Miss with me then. I'm going Ole Miss all day. It's a sucker pick. Tennessee's going to win. NC State minus three at BC. I've seen Boston College win this game a million times, but I feel like usually it's because Boston College isn't very good and State is going up there too cocky. Did they have a bye last week? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to really regret this pick, but I'm going NC State. I don't think it's their time to lose yet. That loss is coming right. later. Will Tom O'Brien be there? And if so, what? who will he be cheering for? Matt Ryan. Okay. Good guess. Good answer, I mean. <laughs> Memphis is a 10.5-point favorite against Naval <sighs> Academy. Has Navy figured it out, Stephen? This is at Memphis. Yeah. Memphis bounced back. Navy has played two really good games in a row, but now some tape is going to be out there about that quarterback. I'm going Tigers. I like your thinking. Tigers are big. Stephen, we're out of time. All right, well, I'm going to hang around. <laughs> okay. Uh, hoistedcolors.net, VIP chat, John Gruden chat, a lot going on. Yeah, I have not opened the John Gruden thread, and I don't intend to <laughs> because I'm sure I'll have to ban some folks who were yeah. locked the thread. So I'm just going to let it go until one of my moderators tells me to shut it down. What do you got for the bye week? Any uh, extra additional hoops, baseball stuff? We just posted an article about your boy Vance Jackson. We've already had a comment saying that uh, I'm not going to believe any hype that I read. I'm a hey, Brandon Suggs guy. Everybody knows that. I have not chosen my newcomer yet. So I don't want you to label me, label Vance Jackson as my boy. I'm going to say he's your boy. He's going to be everybody's boy. I like to have my, my own boy. Chandler is saying that Vance Jackson is his boy. <laughs> okay. That's his boy. Your boy is going to be R.J. Felton. R.J. Felton is leading the leading candidate to be my boy. And that is just due to the highlights I've seen of him dunking. He's definitely going to be my layup line boy. Yeah, yeah. I want to see what he can do in the layup line. All right. Anyway, sorry. Over under five and a half appearances for Clip Brock and Menjis this year. Take the over. All right. I'll hold down there are, it sucks because I'm going to go see some crap games. Because there's a lot of Wednesday home games. Yeah, I might I see if I can move some stuff around for trivia. But uh, I plan to be there. My dad's uh, going to be there. So the Brock's, at least one Brock will be there. Well, I'm talking about you. I'm going to be there. I- I'm, looking, I'm I'm excited. I haven't been in a while. 
All right, I'll that, hold you to it. Didn't get to go last year. Chandler's going to be there with us in 213, rocking. Yeah, I'm going to be in 213, too, up we're, in the rafters. We're going to take our shirts off, paint ECU. Oh, just, I was thinking about doing that for our uh, watch-along, Chandler. Go uh, body paint? No? Just me? Okay. I definitely won't be showing up. Thanks, Steven. Thank you for having me. Take a time out. Come back. Visit with the voice Jeff Charles when we return on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live after these words. Go Pirates! Arg. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You work hard for your money. At Carolina Wealth Management, we believe that your money should work hard for you. Do you know if it is? To learn more about your investment portfolio, go to MyCarolinaWealth.com to schedule a free consultation. That's MyCarolinaWealth.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff Brock. All righty. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Got Troy D. Bryce Williams coming up at 5 o'clock. Got the voice Jeff Charles right about now as he joins us on the Fixed NC Live line. On a bye week for the Pirates. Jeff, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Cliff. I uh, actually turned my attention a little bit to basketball this week, but no football game, of course, coming up on Saturday with the Pirates having the weekend off. So trying to get a head start on basketball and trying to uh, get ready for a basketball season that's not that far away, Cliff. November 9th is going to sneak up on us pretty quickly here. Jeff, we talked to Cy Seymour, your partner in crime, yesterday on the show, and guess what? He says the Pirates are going to be better than they were a year ago, and uh, the the reasons for that, Jeff, he really likes what he's seen and also what he's heard uh, from guys like Vance Jackson, Winston Tabbs, uh, says Alonzo Frank will probably be a starter as well, so he's expecting, Jeff, the, the three transfers from the quote-unquote big-time schools to be in the lineup right away and produce and on top of that he likes the freshman class you've got a lot of returners and Suggs and Newton and Tremont Robinson White and those guys so we'll see what happens when they put it all on the court Jeff how much do you know I'm assuming you haven't probably seen much of the new faces yet right well I really haven't seen a whole lot of them uh, since they've been at ECU but I remember Vance Jackson very well Cliff I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when he was at UConn and I don't believe there's ever been a higher recruited player to ever play at ECU than this guy. He was a top 40 national high school recruit coming out of California and went to UConn. I remember him well at UConn. He played 26 minutes a game there. He was an all-conference uh, rookie selection, averaged eight points a game. And then I don't know a whole story by why he has uh, traveled around so much, but he, he left there, went to New Mexico, had a couple of really good years there, and things didn't work out for him at uh, at Arkansas. Last year he didn't play very much, so now he's on to DCU. But I can tell you this, he is a real talent clip, and uh, I'm really excited that he's a pirate. I don't know as much about Winston Tabs, but just looking at his stats, playing in the ACC, playing at Boston College, he averaged 13 points per game. So you know he's got to be pretty good, too. And uh, the big guy uh, is coming in from South Carolina, as you mentioned, and 
you know, he, he didn't have great stats there, but he was playing in the SEC, and he had a lot of different uh, players around him who were getting the ball more. So I would think at 6'8", 270, he's got a chance, though, to be a, a good player in this league and a contributor for ECU. So, yes, I'm excited about uh, some of the new guys, uh, some of the freshmen coming in as well. And uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. Again, we're we're talking about a lot of new players. There are nine new faces for ECU basketball this year. So, again, uh, kind of looking forward to uh, seeing what these new guys can do. This reset not as dramatic as the one from a couple of years ago, Jeff, but it is a reset. But moving forward, it, I mean, it might be like this for the majority of college basketball, the way the transfer portal is, the way guys leave, the way guys come in. And this, uh, unfortunately, might become – more of the norm, Jeff. I hate to say it, but that, that's what it's looking like anyway. Well, I agree with you, Cliff. And, you know, there used to be a feeling among coaches that maybe a guy only has one year of eligibility remaining and we don't really want to bring him in for one year. But that philosophy has changed. Yeah. And if you can get a talent like a Vance Jackson, who's a real talent, and bring him in for a year, you better grab him. Because somebody else is going to grab him and he may come back and beat you. So, yeah, everything's changed. We, we know that. Uh, it's just a different world, both football and, and basketball, in recruiting and the way coaches uh, build their roster. And talking with Mike Houston the other night, Monday night, during our, our radio show on the network, uh, he says, I don't like the way all this is going, but <laughs> you're going to have to adapt or you become a dinosaur. You get out of the business because that's just the way the business is run now. It's totally different than it was just a few years ago. And coaches have to either adapt or they get left behind. Jeff Charles joining us on the Fixed NC Live line. Ran over the schedule with Stephen Igo earlier, Jeff. It is a uh, a regional schedule, and, and I love the tournament the Pirates will be in. And looking at the dates, Jeff, uh, unfortunately, I don't know how many games you're going to be able to call in the Myrtle Beach Invitational, but the Pirates will get Oklahoma on either ESPN2 or ESPNU, so kind of a showcase game there in uh, middle to late November for East Carolina against the Sooners. Also, Davidson, Indiana State, New Mexico State, Old Dominion, Penn, and Utah State in that tournament. That is a great field, and I love that East Carolina is in one of these things. Jeff, do you have you looked at it yet? Do you know if you'll be able to get to Myrtle Beach between football games and call a game, or are you going to have to miss that one? Yeah, I'm going to have to miss the tournament, unfortunately, yeah. because the Pirates have a road game. Now, if they were playing at home, I'd be able to go down there and do some games and then get back to Greenville, obviously, for Myrtle Beach. But, no, uh, the Pirates will play at Navy on that Saturday, and, of course, uh, we'll leave on Friday. So I guess I could do a game on Thursday, but that really wouldn't be fair to somebody else who's coming in to broadcast the game. So, no, I won't be able to make it. Uh, They'll play on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and the Pirates with the road game will leave on Friday and play on Saturday. So, I'll be a spectator, I guess, like everybody else. There you go. Jeff Charles joining us on the Fixed NC Live Line. Jeff, uh, we'll talk a little football in the bye week, and we are far removed from it now, but first time I've talked to you since the loss to UCF, and that one stings because you you not only, you know, we're on the, the same field playing with that team, you, you, man, it felt like you could have got that win and almost should have got that win on Saturday night. The defense had an opportunity, of course, at the end to, to seal the deal. The offense had a couple of chances to put together long drives, kill the clock, put up more points, and, and seal the deal. And neither side was able to get it done. And part of the uh, the growing pains, I guess, Jeff, but uh, that's one you felt like, uh, a lot like South Carolina, you should have come away with a victory there. 
Yeah, exactly. When you lose games, you always look back and say, woulda, coulda, shoulda, and that was uh, certainly the case this past week. And, Cliff, when uh, when you win games, uh, you usually don't feel that way, but you know how Marshall feels today <laughs> after losing that game to yeah. East Carolina. They're sitting there kicking themselves, saying, how in the world did we ever lose that game and blow it like we did in the fourth quarter? So I guess they say it all comes out in the wash. I, I don't know if it really ever does or not, but uh, you just look at your record, and you are who your record says you are, and the Pirates are 3-3 three and three at the break. And I think, really, most realistic Pirate fans would have taken that clip before the season started. Uh, you're still in the hunt for a bowl game. You're still in the hunt to win six. So there's a lot to play for for this team. And this uh, second half coming up is, is certainly going to be very important. Every game is going to be important. And you know, looking ahead, we'll talk a lot more about the Houston game next week when we visit. but. That's going to be a tough matchup going down there and playing against the Cougars. I didn't realize how good they are defensively until I started crunching the numbers uh, earlier this week. And their defense is just terrific. And nobody's scoring any points on them. They're only giving up around 16 points a game. Nobody's been able to throw against them. Nobody's been able to run against them very well. And so that's going to be a tall task for a Pirate offense that has been inconsistent. And again, we'll talk more about that next week. But Going down there will be will be a tough game, and then you come back and you've got USF on a Thursday night. So, you know, it's a quick turnaround, but USF is still very much in a rebuilding mode. So you've got a shot. You feel like you've got a good shot at them at home. And then you've got four games left, and you've got to try and find a way to scratch out two wins in, in the last four games. And, and it won't be easy because you've got uh, some games on the road at Memphis and, and at Navy. And then, of course, you've got uh, Cincinnati, the number three team in the country, coming into Greenville for the last game. So it's, it's going to be tough. But uh, this team is capable of doing it. Uh, they're capable of getting to six. And we're just going to have to wait and see how it all plays out. Jeff Charles joining us. We, uh, we will dive into the Cougars more next week, Jeff. But I'll say personally, I, I, I was guilty of, I wouldn't say writing them off after the Texas Tech loss week one. It's a game that I followed and saw that they lost it and said, well, okay, maybe Houston's not going to be the real deal in 2021. So I haven't paid attention to them. They have not lost since that opener. And as you said, a lot of 40s to uh, low numbers in their scores, 44-7, 45-0, 45-10, So Dana Holgerson, they're, they they got a lot of confidence right now. You're talking about teams that expect to win. They expect to win. They don't have Cincinnati on their schedule. They got a date with SMU the week after East Carolina, which could be the difference, Jeff, from them uh, playing in, a, in an AAC championship later on this year. So, they got high aspirations. I'm hoping we can get one of those classic look-ahead games for Houston, and they got their eye on SMU instead of East Carolina. That might not happen coming off a of bye, but uh, Houston's uh, going to be playing for a lot when they take on the Pirates uh, next week. Yeah, no doubt about that, and that SMU game's going to be a really big game, one of the biggest games in the conference uh, to date this year. And Clip, uh, they, they've just got good players, and Houston always has good players. And I was talking with Coach Houston Again, on Monday night, they're just starting to, to really get into uh, the Cougars this week. And, and they were just saying that, uh, you know, they just got athleticism and talent all over the field. And, and I watched them play Tulane because the Pirates had them coming up. And that's what I saw. And I watched them play uh, Tulsa. And they just manhandled Tulsa. And in talking with Coach Houston on Monday, he said they just play a base defense because they've just got so many good players on defense. They don't have to blitz or bring pressure or do a bunch of trick stuff because they could just line up and whip you 
pretty much man-on-man with who they're putting out there defensively. So they're they're good. I mean, the University of Houston clip should always be good. I mean, they're sitting there in Houston, Texas, and, you know, like we always say, they can get in a car and and recruit on a tank full of gas just like Memphis does in basketball. It's a hotbed of football right there in the middle of Texas. And then they've they've stepped up with their program, and they've built a really nice stadium. I really like that stadium. It's perfect size for them. It seats 40,000. Everything's, like, brand new. They've got all the toys in it. And so, yeah, it's it's just a place where you should be able to win consistently at the University of Houston, and especially when you look back at their tradition and, and what they've been able to do over the years. So uh, we can understand why that they were attractive. We can understand why they're headed to the Big 12 uh, with uh, UCF and with Cincinnati because those schools have a lot going for them right now. Houston week means we'll talk to Ted Pardee next week. I always enjoy talking to uh, Ted Pardee and uh, the son of Jack Pardee. He is very enthusiastic about football, the the game, uh, the Houston Cougars. So looking forward to catching up with him next week. Jeff, uh, you don't get many of these Saturdays off during college football season. So what do you got planned or what does uh, Miss Debbie, I guess, have planned for you? Maybe I should ask that. (laughs) She plans plans everything for me and I just follow her around pretty much. (laughs) But uh, we are going to get out of town for a few days. There you go. I'm going to watch the uh, the Navy game with Memphis uh, tomorrow night, and uh, we'll be on the road. But uh, but we'll watch that game tomorrow night. And the reason why, basically, is because ECU has to play both Navy and and Memphis. So I want to watch both of those teams play. And uh, then we'll do some other stuff uh, on the weekend and get back and start grinding again on uh, Monday to get ready for. What will be uh, another big game for the Pirates? And, and you know, we're, like we talked before, when we started the conversation clip, we're only three weeks away or so from basketball. And then once November hits, uh, you know, we got football and basketball going on at the same time. It's always an extremely busy month. So, no doubt. You know, try and enjoy this weekend and, uh, and then get ready for the grind again. All right, there's some hockey on tonight, Voice, if people want to watch some sports. Looks like there's a, a WNBA game, some NBA preseason, uh, but no Major League Baseball. As the, the night off tonight, they'll resume action Thursday night. It'll be a winner-take-all game between the Dodgers and the Giants. You got game one of the ALCS between the Red Sox and the Astros coming up on Friday. And the Braves uh, will get back into action coming up Saturday as they clinched uh, the NLDS last night. And Jeff, uh, I'm very biased, but but I've talked to my Mets buddies, my national friends, uh, Phillies fans as well, and and Freddie Freeman has got to be one of the most universally liked guys in all of sports, not just baseball, because he's a good guy. He's obviously a great player, but uh, it's hard pressed to find a guy that says, you know what, I hate that Freddie Freeman guy, and it, that's kind of rare today in sports, Jeff. He had his. He kind of reminds me of Dale Murphy. Yeah, true. Like yeah. Dale Murphy was back in the eighties, as you remember, Cliff, when he played for the Braves. And Freddie's been through some some hardships and some tough times in his life. I saw that feature on him not too long ago. He went through some difficult times, so it's uh, it's good to see him uh, come on. I can remember when he was coming up through the minor league system with the Braves, and everybody was raving about how good he was going to be. And he basically is the face of the franchise now in Atlanta. So, you know, good good luck to the Braves. I mean, that was a great series of beating the Brewers three games to one. Uh, they played very, very well in that series clip. And uh, I hated to see the, the Rays go down because I pulled for the Rays because they're such an underdog and they're so underfunded and nobody takes them seriously and they just couldn't quite get it done 
again this year in the in the playoffs. But uh, again, I always do pull for them because I think they are the ultimate underdog. So been some good games. Uh, I was a little disappointed in the White Sox. I like the White Sox. Always have. Yeah. They would give the Astros a little bit better of a series than they did, and they got blown out, as you know, uh, yesterday. So it's kind of back to square one for them again. But uh, it's been been a lot of fun watching the Major League Baseball playoffs, and we've still got a lot of games yet to go. And I just wish they'd find a way, Cliff, to speed the games up a little bit. I mean, I don't know how you are, but it's tough for me to sit in front of a TV for four hours and 15 minutes and watch a baseball game from start to finish and Tell you what, these playoff games, they have gone on forever. And it's not just like 14 to 11, you know, home run fest. Even these low-scoring games take forever, Jeff. I'm with you with all the stoppages and everything going on. And, uh, no, you're all over that one for sure. Jeff, uh, enjoy your uh, your weekend off, and we'll reconvene next week and uh, get ready for East Carolina and Houston. Big road game for the Pirates. Yeah, big road game for the Pirates, and then the short turnaround clip because then South Florida comes in on Thursday, so we're going to have a lot of Pirate football to talk about here in the next two weeks. Voice enjoyed it, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Okay, Cliff, thank you so much. Always enjoy a Wednesday chat with Jeff Charles here on Pirate Radio Live. Next week, we'll dive more into the Houston Cougars. Right now, we'll take a timeout, come back, hour three on the way. We got Bryce Williams, Troy D. Be alongside as well, and we'll make you a winner on this Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll be back with you after this. This is Pirate Radio, WGHB Farmville, 1250 at 92.7 FM Greenville, WDLX Washington, 930 at 104.1 FM Washington. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Eastern North Carolina's choice for window tinting, signs, graphics, wraps, graphic design, and more is Signs and Tent. Be sure to stop by their office at 801 Staten Road in Green or you can book an appointment online at signsandtent.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. Alrighty, back with you. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live. Let's set the hour up, take a quick break here and get it out of the way because Bryce Williams is coming up momentarily, running a little bit late, but no, don't fear, Bryce, because Troy D is here for his second appearance this week and uh troy good to have you here on a wednesday good to see you again and uh looking forward to catching up with big bryce so yesterday we put it out on twitter and facebook i don't know if you heard the final hour uh i did had a a ton of uh listeners and commenters give their grades for ecu football to this point in the season yeah i heard it. it was an interesting segment and today, I had someone uh, send us a private message. I need. To I got to read his. Yeah, okay. he, it was really long. You might want to count for like an extra few mi- five minutes. Yeah, well, it was good. It was well thought out. Though. It was. I, I'm going to read that one. Okay, and I'm going to ask you and Bryce your grades. Fair enough. And uh, and comments if you would like to uh, have any comments. All right, added to it. Okay. Uh, we're going to do that this hour. We're going to go pirate radio outdoors and pirate radio indoors. Yeah, with a, Bryce and Troy D. Big pirate radio indoors. Uh, believe it or not, in Florida. Okay. 
and yeah. uh and look what the cat dragged uh, in i can actually as part of the indoor segment we can have a live unboxing on this show today that is super exciting we will have that we yeah. got bryce there rolling in yeah. captain carhartt he is right. fresh <laughs> look like you just changed them all i've been sweating building mess. man what are you doing bud you look like a wreck <laughs> I don't have my best good shirt on. No, wow. My best good shirt. All right, we got a All giveaway. Right. We got a lot going on this hour. It's three getting good, baby. Of Pirate Radio Live. So stick around. We'll be back with you after this. Eastern North Carolina's choice for window tinting, signs, graphics, wraps, graphic design. This is ECU head baseball coach Cliff Godwin, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Live well, move more, and hurt less with kinetic physical therapy. If you're recovering from an injury, getting back into sports, dealing with everyday pain or fatigue, then kinetic physical therapy can help you get back on track and live well. Kinetic has nationally certified therapists for physical, occupational, speech, and massage therapy, all in a state-of-the-art facility on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Visit kineticptgreenville.com for more information. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brock. I feel like I'm working at a daycare. <laughs> These guys here today. Clip is a C minus less than a C. Charlotte, do you remember how smooth the hour three ran yesterday? Did you? Beautifully. When it was me, you, Chandler. Yes. We've added a couple of others into the mix. Bryce just asked if a C minus was less than a C. Yeah. We had an interesting wow. break there. I didn't see much of them. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I introduced the topic yesterday. By the way, Clip Rock, Troy D, Bryce Williams here. Welcome back, Bryce. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. My seat is weird being over here. But I hey, know. Usually I know. You're, you're here tucked beside me. Yeah. But, uh, it's on wheels, so be careful. Troy wanted you all to I'm himself today, buddy. I'm going to right yeah, now. He's, <laughs> now. Yeah. Get your knee off of me. So it is the midterm, Bryce. Six Jeez. games down, six games to go. <laughs> no game this week. He was really stressed during the break trying to figure out like three grades. This is my uh, fault. I he's forgot. Like, how do you spell defense again? <laughs> when we do something like this, we can't just throw it on Bryce. We got to yeah. give him some time to think. He is uh, flustered. Yeah, you okay? So we should have yeah. had him at 330. Yeah, well, I should have <laughs> told him. a lot of brain power to this right Should have told him yeah. last week. First, though, we, went, we talked about this yesterday, Bryce. I'll ask you and Troy. How were your grades in school? Like what kind of student oh, were you? Yeah, I was pretty good. Um, high school was a three point Okay, you know, right. you know. getting it done. Um, college, I think was around there. Maybe a little, yeah, somewhere around there. It wasn't bad. I didn't fail any classes. All right, much like this show, uh, I finished strong. Yeah. I ended up on the dean's list my last year wow. in college. I was a solid B student. You know, I got A's. Well, this tells a lot you I was B's, never on the C's. Dean's List. What is the but Dean's List? Dean's A's. List, I think, was, uh, you know, like all A's and B's, basically. A's and yeah. B's. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. They had, like, different levels. I think, there, you know, there was one higher than the Dean's right. List. Right. But the Dean's List always sounded the coolest to me anyway. Yeah. That's a, cool. I'd put that on the resume. Yeah. yeah. That's strong. All right. How about for the Pirates? Before I get into you guys, I want to read one from yesterday mm-hmm. that i didn't read can you eliminate some of the words to make this go quicker 
Uh, maybe Tommy can do that for us like he did yesterday. If you're listening, <laughs> yeah, this to is a show. long one, but uh, all right, this is Martin who says the offense, and maybe Bryce, you'll get some extra ideas here. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, offense C plus. He said the third down conversion rate ranks 126 out of 130. Well, that's not good. No. But fourth down percentage is ninth in the country. First down's offense number 71. Total offense number 50. Says it needs to drastically improve the third down conversions to win ball games. I would agree with that. Defense C minus. He has the offense ahead of the defense. That is interesting. Uh, ranked 117 out of 130. Uh, 14th in turnovers gained. 25th in teams tackles for loss 52nd in sacks uh red zone defense 68 so he's got some numbers there special teams c plus and he's got the numbers for those two um and not a lot of uh he's just got the numbers on kickoff returns punting so his grades were c plus Mm. offense c minus defense c plus special teams got him around average a little below a little above uh my grades yesterday Offense C minus, defense C plus, special teams B. I went there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Troy, your grades for East Carolina through six games this season. Uh, I'm giving the offense a C plus currently. I'm wow. giving the I'm giving the defense a B minus. I'm giving the special teams a B. Overall, I'm giving the grade halfway through C plus for the team. Okay. Hmm. Any comments or? I don't. Want I forgot. To, this is the new Troy D. Yeah, I don't want to. You just asked me what the grades were. Wow. Now you're trying to ask me to stretch it out in the comments. Old Troy D would have stretched it out with comments first, right. and then given you a grade five minutes later. Old Troy D. Bright. We wouldn't even got to Bryce's grade. Yeah. So, so I just true. I feel, and they're at three and three right now, which is about average. C is an yeah, average, average grade. Right. So, uh, but I do believe they're a little bit above average. I think and should be. And I'm I'm hoping this team can finish with a B rating at the end of the year. I'm hoping an A. Yeah. Well, I'd be great for an A, but I think you know, six and six. What What do you consider an A at the end of the year? Uh, they would probably have to get to eight wins. Eight for wins an for an A. Uh, yeah. All right, from Professor Brock. I would say eight yeah. and four would be an A material. Yeah, I think so. If they finish six and six, is that? I guess it depends how they finish six and six, right? Six and six, mm-hmm. you're still going to get. You're going to get better than a C. Now that could be a C plus. It yeah. could be a B minus or a right. B. Yeah. yeah, but uh, all right, Bryce. Let's hear well, your grades. You know when you're like, you know, your teacher, and you really got your favorite student, right? And you know they're, you know they're, you know they're working hard, um, and you're trying to give them the benefit of doubt. They're putting in the effort. They're putting in the effort. Okay, I see what you're saying. But it's just not good enough. You know, that's they're getting the work done, but sometimes they don't test well. Exactly is what you're saying. Yeah, so that's, that's like this team. They're putting exactly. in the work. They're working very hard. They're doing the studying. Yeah. But sometimes they, they just, just don't test well. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I feel like. So my grades are reflection. That's how I okay. feel my break. All my right. grades. And it surely gave me a red pen, which is perfect. Because mm. if it was a green pen, it'd be ace. Everything, anything else below that is terrible. Not terrible. But offense, you know, we've scored a lot of points. We've just two games that really irked me. We just blown opportunities, a.k.a. this past game, South Carolina. I'm at a C minus. Mm-hmm. Not terrible because we are winning games, but we're obviously not doing too many good things with decision making and just C minus. I'll just stick with that. Defense, I mean, I don't remember being too upset with the defense as I watched the games. I mean, obviously, we've lost three games, but I feel like the past few games, they've kind of, we've been offensive, been riding their back, and we haven't really 
helped them out out any so i mean a b they played i feel like they played pretty good Mm -hmm. um last week special teams uh not good not bad haven't seen anything wrong one thing that kind of irked me which maybe i was you know was uh just my opinion but you know when we were needed time on the clock and we fair catched every kickoff uh last week you know to get the ball in 25 well then when we needed time on the clock we decided to return hmm. it good observation we decided to return it at the very end of the game when we needed time yeah. and ended up only getting to the 20 when we could have got it to 25 and i was like hmm. but see don't... clip i grade on a curve and i give the team <laughs> extra credit for that onside kick at marshall which was executed which perfectly. you should right yeah, so that, that kind of balances one. out anything right. that well, yeah, what's your grade well, for? Well, my grade's, you know, B minus. So not terrible. So you're, yeah. But I had them at a B as well. Because my thought yeah. is, I agree with you, Bryce. They haven't been good. They haven't, they haven't been awful. They haven't been great. I think they've been a little more good than bad. So yeah. I went to a B. Yeah. Uh, still haven't had an explosive kickoff return, punt yeah. return, but haven't allowed one either. So that's a yeah. good thing. Daffer looks like he's, he's pretty getting better. And yeah. John Young's been above average. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That equal day. That's an A, a for him. Yeah. 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 yeah, Joe on Facebook Live saying C's equal degrees. I can attest to that one, too. Yeah. So you can be a C student, and guess what they call you? Graduate. Exactly. <laughs> Troy, uh, what pirate team could you think of that uh, that got an A at the end of the year? Oh, the 91 Pirates clip definitely yeah. got an A. Okay, does this count? <laughs> A plus. <laughs> they're, they're, How did that, no that season has, end? No season has graded out higher than the 91 Pirates. It finished 11-1 on the year with a number nine national ranking. Mm-hmm. No one's even sniffed that since. That wow. is no, great. the 99 Pirates were pretty darn good. Uh, but they, it started 5-0. and You might remember that big win in Raleigh over Miami, nationally ranked at the time. But then they, you know, typical, unfortunately – ECU sometime fashion they they weren't able to capitalize on it yeah yeah um and they didn't finish I think they finished that year what eight and three maybe and didn't go to a bowl game if I remember correctly are you gonna say peach bowl no I'm not damn I'm not saying that. <laughs> that's what I was going for I know you were but I'm not no I told you <laughs> <laughs> if you followed the show Monday I didn't listen what, what happened Monday there was uh someone that challenged me wouldn't it be a truly a neutral D unless I don't say that. Yeah. Chris said, here it is, and it's Wednesday. <laughs> we were all getting ready for it. Yep. No, we were going to go crazy it. like Pee Wee Herman's I mean, word yeah. of the day. I know you're trying to lead me there. But 91 <laughs> was a great year. But you, you can't, can't make a horse drink, to water. But yeah. you can't make them yeah. drink. Now, this look, if we were 5-1 and one right now, if we had beaten mm. UCF and South, Carolina. and South Carolina, could you imagine? There would be some people that would start to draw parallels, especially losing the first game of the year. Some people. Mm. To that 91 season. You know, I'm just saying that could have started to happen. There could have been a lot of excitement building, and there still is, I think. But, man, if the Pirates were five, really two plays away from being 5-1, and one, let's be oh, honest. Yeah. I mean, they're... One play changes in the South Carolina game. Mm-hmm. One play here or there different in the UCF game. They win those games. Oh, for sure. Uh, man, a 5-1 and one team going into God. a bye week right now, Clip Rock? telling me. I mean, you want to talk about... Who are you telling? Pirates are uh, Good. a couple plays away from being 1-5. and five. Well, there you go, being negative. <laughs> you know what? Do I need to get Cy Seymour back on here to fill you up with some purple positivity? I would love that, actually. If we could get him on the line. Does right Cy, <laughs> is he as positive about football as he is about... If he's that positive about basketball... And we really have no winning tradition in basketball. Imagine how positive he must be about football every year. Psy is positive about every ECU sport okay. and everything in general. Yeah. yeah, He's a glass half full kind of guy. Definitely. Yeah. Thanks for bringing me back to earth, though, with you and I go running down the records. 
Yeah, we did that uh, last hour. Yeah. And uh, so basically everything Cy pumped me up for yesterday. I've, I feel like brought me back down. I feel like we need a good balance here. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pretend that this ECU basketball team is going to go to the tournament. Yeah. In case you missed it, Bryce, they were predicted uh, to finish dead last. Mm. By was that the coaches or media poll today? Uh, coaches, I think it's the coaches. That was coaches. Yeah, I think it's the coaches come out first. Joe media Dooley th- had us last. <laughs> <laughs> you know he knows his stuff. He so. does. Goodness <laughs> gracious! I got the Pirates. He sees going more than we do. Thirteen and eighteen, five and thirteen in conference play. I go so had him sixteen and fifteen. That's very realistic. Seven and eleven in conference. Clips play. is very realistic. That's what. That's what. Oh I mean. yeah, I agree. I've I, watched a lot of pirate basketball. I would not disagree with you. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, hope you're wrong. But you know. Yeah. And, and I'll hope they're better than that, but that is realistic. Hmm. Bryce, uh, so six, so three and three, it really does kind of depend on expectations, how you look at it. Yeah. Because, I mean, Troy's right. If you told people we're going to be three and three at this point in the season, you'd say, all right, I'll take it. Absolutely. Right. I'll take that. Yeah. Let's go. I would have. But our eyeballs have watched the games that they've played right. and seen that God, South was Carolina was there path. for the taking. Uh, yeah. UCF, we might have been the better team on the oh, field yeah. that day and lost yeah. it. So that's where the, the frustration was. We were at the much. buffet, and you're yeah. eating chopped steak, but the the filet mignon was right there, but you just couldn't you couldn't reach it. Your arms were too short or something. You had uh, T-Rex arms. Yeah. T-Rex, yeah. But it was there. It was on the buffet, but you just couldn't get to it. Yeah. That's it. Sally knocked the tongues over. I couldn't get my salad. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having T-Rex arms at a buffet. Yeah, that'd be tough stuff, right? (laughs) So in case you didn't understand what we were talking about, Troy, we just explained it for you. Yeah. That's where the pirates are right here. That's basically where we are. T-Rex arms at the buffet. Are y'all satisfied? (laughs) We're close. We see the food. We just got to get that extension a little bit and grab it. Yeah. Like, I'm not... I'm not... I'm more... I don't know. Yeah, we're three and three, and yeah, that we wouldn't expect that, but I'm actually a little more sour because of what two games we've left mm-hmm. that's what clip's talking about yeah he's talking about the filet that's left there i'm saying hey we still had some good chopped steak but Bryce, the filet Bryce, could... you know what he's walking away from this meal he's not satisfied at all I'm not at all not at all they're not getting a, he needs more they're not their tip they're getting like maybe a five percent tip do you wait it's a buffet we're talking about we're talking about uh, how much do you tip on a buffet <laughs> that is true because if they they only refill yeah. your water you're doing all the legwork. <laughs> and nowadays, the, the, you, you refill your own drinks a lot of times, depending on... So the I guess there's no tip. No, I mean, they still got to bust your table, so you leave a couple bucks, right? Uh, I'm really confused now. <laughs> Who is the bus boy? Is that the p- team, or is Mike Houston the waiter? I think the team... The refs. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> I am a... Yeah. And I think they're the they're the team is the people at the buffet. I feel like you were trying to make a point before Troy's analogy. You're saying the buffet was kind of a hard analogy to grasp there. <laughs> All right, uh, it was on. one of his random. <laughs> All right, it was, it, then let's hear you do a better one, big boy. Right off the top, I think he just wants to talk about football, Troy, <laughs> which is he's a former. Well, I try to put things into analogies so regular people can relate, Bryce, because not everybody played football like you. Yeah, let me in the buy. Uh, I get it. Troy likes to dumb it down with really confusing <laughs> yes, analysis. Exactly. <laughs> you have to do like equations. Yes. Uh, to dumb it down wait, so Chandler, uh, Chandler so understands what we're talking about. Oh, shot oh God. <laughs> Bryce, our record should be better than it is. Better than it is. True or false? True. Okay. True. That's all. Is that it? That's, that's Your it. record is who you are, as mm. Bill Belichick would say. So you are who you thought so we what, were. What does a three and three say with, I mean... 
it says we are not there yet but we have shown signs that we're getting there not as good i don't as know that sounds was. pretty generic we, i will say this but i'm as good, good once as, as, I ever was. as i ever was i was talking with igo about this before we came on these are teams though i mean look ucf would have drilled us a few years ago the oh. program is making progress i know mm-hmm. it's not where everybody wants it to be i get it yeah but if you take a step back and you look at it from thirty thousand feet i think it is moving in the right you direction some good eyes <laughs> all right you're in the goodyear blimp yeah you take yeah, a look at you got you know things are, if you take a step back take a deep breath things yeah, are moving in the right terrible direction. it's frustrating but it ain't terrible i reckon but. uh monica uh great fifth quarter caller says the 99 team was nine and three that was the year they lost to tomlinson and tcu oh that's right i was there i should have remembered that wasn't gallery furniture because that, uh, that was Mo- texas Tech, right? mobile okay all right yeah i remember they had the horn frog in the end zone and every time they score which was a lot they'd light that thing up and it made a real annoying sound Hmm. and the like the eyes were purple mm-hmm. you know and i was like god this thing's awful steve says uh he had some del monte peaches last week he was uh, immediately taken back to the peach bowl so that, that's so steve yeah you're not gonna bait me into saying it i, <laughs> I said well, i forget even why i'm not supposed to but i was gonna I, just part I, of being the new you i have two weeks to go without mentioning that game uh my name mad says so far this season is the western sizzling buffet that, <laughs> that's true uh, that's a good point Man, I, I got to tell you, though, I did like the Western Sizzling back in the day. They had a pretty good buffet, but it wasn't your upper echelon buffet. Mm-hmm. What would you, what's your upper echelon? Oh, I think if you go to like a Four Seasons type of hotel and they have a buffet, buffet. man, that is top notch. That's a Power Five buffet right there. Yeah. I've never been to a Four Seasons. Oh, man, I had a breakfast buffet to Four Seasons once down at um, what island, some one of these islands, and it was phenomenal. What? on the islands no it was like, what, what is it seven mile beach which island is that i can't you got uh, me the peach bowl <laughs> <laughs> it was in atlanta it was in the cayman islands it was phenomenal um, turner field or uh fulton county stadium <laughs> yeah if that that is it's like it's but there's nothing wrong with the Western Sizzling Buffet. Although, I don't know if Western Sizzling's even still around, is it? I don't believe so. Bryce, if you had to choose, do you go with your traditional buffet, Chinese buffet, breakfast buffet, pizza buffet? Goodness gracious. Uh, What's your call? I think I'm going traditional with a whole plethora. Okay. Plethora. I love when you say that word. Yeah. I love it. Plethora. Does that mean you get it? You should have everything. Well. I got to tell you, back uh, when I was going to visit the parents a lot in Raleigh, we would do the uh, Northridge Country Club buffet for Thanksgiving. Oh, man. Had well, something. Is that a del- traditional? Did it have, like, tr- Thanksgiving food? Or yeah, was it- Thanksgiving, but then it had everything else, too. Like, it had uh-huh. the Thanksgiving traditional and all this other stuff. It was almost like two buffet lines. I like that. Like your, And then it had a separate salad buffet. It was phenomenal, so I'd what, have to go that type of buffet. What do you got, Clip? Oh, thank you for asking. I yeah, usually ask cool. the questions. Yeah, Nobody man. asks me. I'm gonna say pizza in. <laughs> I love a. Um, I'm a breakfast for dinner guy. Dude, okay. I would love some like sausage, French, eggs, French toast. You're a breakfast guy. Cause you you get the breakfast uh, community calzone. You always. I go get the over. breakfast bowl up the street. Yeah, nice. That's a winner. I'll tell you what. I was at dude. CD's Grill the other day. They have a phenomenal. Breakfast. Hey, the secret's Fish. out. Oh, sorry. Well, the secret's uh, out. Secret's now. out. Man, I'm telling you, and they've got some great French toast. I was back there the other day because they they have the extra egg with it. I told them to stop cutting off the egg. You know, like people love that. Like when you get the toast and the egg is like over the 
bread over mm. easy and just let Wait. no you know you dip french toast in egg oh, batter french toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they do it real good heavy but sometimes they'll cut the extra egg off i'm like don't cut that off oh, I like, the, okay yeah I'm leave the extra egg like, man. Like people the, like that yeah. because yeah. most places don't give you that extra egg it's like getting extra egg with the french toast i'm and glad said, you're telling them how to do their yeah, job yeah they agreed so <laughs> when you go to cd's grill tell me you want french toast troy d style hey the secret <laughs> hey look the secret's out troy d owns cd's grill <laughs> <laughs> it's the d it used, to be, it used to be c's grill yeah now it's cd's it's gonna be td's grill in another couple weeks hey, can't down. say that on the radio <laughs> uh chris said preston's north myrtle beach has like a 1000 item buffet wow. i can't imagine that's high quality how long is that oh, that's great and I, I tell you the other buffets that worry me sometimes the uh i don't know i just worry about these some of these uh asian buffets like how long the food sits out there no. like i'm not big on sushi buffets because i wonder about the quality Mm. that's just me i'm gonna take matt's line and use it as a joke uh the scotty montgomery era was cc's pizza buffet oh yeah that was, that was uh, definitely the worst pizza buffet around mm. like if you just needed something to put in your stomach that's and you had it. five bucks on <laughs> and you. you had five i will say the value was there yeah. but man it was garbage pizza i think they had good dessert pizza didn't they no <laughs> <laughs> i haven't had cc's cc's was awful uh the pizza in used to have good like cookies oh pizza. my yes. god yeah yes. that was good man. the dessert they had well, yes dessert. it was it was <laughs> that's what they called it was like a, using the brand uh, cinnamon yeah. they, oh they had, they had oh. that but the chocolate like chip the cookie chocolate dough chip crust cookie. yep oh god oh my god that was good yes that was a go-to what are we talking? Oh, we're talking pirate football. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who got uh, us thrown off at the CC's buffet? Oh, Matt did. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good analogy right there. Scotty Montgomery is the CC's buffet of football. Good call. Yeah. Nicely done. Monica asks. Now this, that's a good analogy. Is this the Food Network? Yeah. We got uh, Bobby Flay coming up with some picks, and then Gordon Ramsay will be in here to cuss us all out later on. Yeah. Uh, Shirley, let's open up the Pirate Radio booty bag here on a Wednesday. Speaking of bags. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317 12. 317-1250. Ellery throws in a good line every now and then. The CC's Pizza Buffet was $3.99. Hence Scotty Moe. Ah. Oh, wow. $3.99. Oh, nice. Well done, Ellery. Nice. All right, Shirley Rhodes, what are we giving away today? How about uh, lunch for two at Tiebreakers? Oh, man. Speaking of good food. I, I got you on to the uh, wrap. Burger. Yeah. I, I told well, you about that, and I hear you pumping it up now. Mully told me, but you told Mully. Oh, okay. That is the uh, genealogy of that. <laughs> yeah. If we trace it back. I, did, I was with lunch at Mully's like, man, that looks really good. I said, well, get the chicken cheesesteak and a wrap, not the bread. And then I heard you pumping it up, and I thought, that's, that's right. That's me and Weaver. And then I told Weaver. Oh, wow. And it's like spreading around town. That's how it works. The, the game of telephone. Uh, all right, so what call are we looking for? 12. Caller 12. All right, when we return, Pirate Radio Outdoors, Pirate Radio Indoors, and, and what are you doing? I have an unbagging part yeah. of our Pirate Radio Indoors. He's a very li- excited about it. A live yeah. unbagging related to the Pirate Radio Indoors report coming up. It's a Peach Bowl shirt. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get me to say it, so quit asking. We'll be so back quit asking. after this. you 
are listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a look at your stock market report for today. The Dow was down only a tenth of, uh, five-tenths of a point. Uh, they closed at 34,377. The NASDAQ was up 105 points at 14,571. And the S&P was also up 13 points at 4,363. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. And congratulations to Trev Evans of Greenville. Picked up lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. And is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. We got Bryce Williams in the house, Troy D here. I just saw Stan uh, tweeted, uh, he looks so forward to the Bryce Williams appearances. And I hear that a lot. And uh, get a lot of comments about Bryce and his appearances and the words he uses. Bryce, uh, do you get feedback like that? Does that I mean, know, I don't hear from nobody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we Bryce, hear it. Well, I'm, I'm glad y'all. People glad enjoy y'all your heard. appearances here. Well, I'm glad. So, I think you. it's because you're so natural and you're you and, you know, yep. you're not putting on a front. Very relatable. You're not trying to be someone you're not, which is why we like having you and, you know, a great pirate. You're authentic. But but you're you're funny without trying to be funny. Well, I appreciate that, Troy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, let's, uh, do you want to do this unbagging? He got it to mess I mean, with the you're, bag. You're what about, are we doing Pirate Radio? Uh, do we have the music for Pirate Radio Outdoors? Yes. I feel like I need that to do Pirate Radio Indoors, too. All right. Yeah. How about you just take control here? I'm going to let you have the what? stage. Uh-oh. Well, no, ask me like a question like you'd ask him for Pirate Radio Outdoors to uh, get me started. Okay. So, uh, like so Troy, what's, uh, what's been going on Pirate Radio Indoors? Well, we had a big weekend last weekend clip. I flew down to Orlando. Flew the day of the game, guys. So we had like I an noticed. early flight out of Raleigh. It was like we were down in Orlando like by... I don't know. I want to say like nine, ten o'clock. We were already in Orlando in the morning, and um, checked in to the Hyatt Regency, which is the first ever air- hotel I've stayed at, which is actually a part of an airport. I've seen it before, where the rooms like are attached to the terminal. It's kind of cool. So we stayed there because we were only there one night, but the game wasn't until six, so we had some time to kill. We were, I actually rode over there with LRB, and uh, he was coming back from Tampa. So we like we weren't going to leave for the game till like two or something. So I had about a few hours to kill. So I was at the airport. Yeah. I was at the hotel. I was like, well, I was kind of getting hungry. So I went down, and you could still access everything in the airport. So like the food court at the airport, like the Chick Fil A and all the stuff. You know, the Cinnabons lids, lids. Yeah. So the thing in Orlando is, it's not like it's a destination for folks. So the airport is like a shopping mall. I mean, it's really nice. I would put it up there with any mall I've been to, wow. you know, as far as quality of stores and selection. So I started walking around, getting stuff. I wasn't even planning to go shopping, and I did. So at first I got something to eat, but then I went shopping, and they got me at the Dern Johnson and Murphy store again. It, now, Usually yeah. they get me in Charlotte with this one. Elaborate on what kind of All right, so Johnson and Murphy is. used to be a – is was a high-end brand of shoes that started many years ago. But oh, now, like um, – 
Uh, they, like Chandler's got the uh, Bruno Marx. Right. Yeah. What? But that. But they. <laughs> that's an inside joke yeah. for people. But they have uh, since like expanded into apparel mm-hmm. and stuff. So usually, like last time I was in Charlotte, which was a while ago. They got me with, hey, buy one shirt, get 50% off the next one. <clears throat> and, you know, I wear a lot of buttons up. They have nice shirts. I got it. So then I walked by. I was like, man, that shirt looks kind of cool. It was like one, And it was one I wore Monday, actually, if you remember that clip. I don't. Okay. But uh, <laughs> the guy was really nice. That was on sale. And then I was like, man, I like this other one. He's like, man, if you get that, that's on sale, too. You get it 50% off. I said, would you have it? You know, my this size. guy was taking you for everything. Oh, I, was like, All right. I was like, yeah, but they, they didn't have my size. It's like, well, we'll ship it to you. I was like, really? I said, this would be perfect in my line of work. And you could ship me an XL for no extra cost? You would do that for me? He said, we'd be happy to. <laughs> Two days later, it arrived. Two days? That's like prime. <laughs> so here it is, ladies and gentlemen. My uh, my second shirt from Johnson Murray. Wait, do you see this? Wait, do you Pirate see fans. this? Rip that thing over. Here we go. <laughs> That's like prime. <laughs> That's a great line. This is, this is going to be a special. This is going to be, I hope it's right. Oh, yeah. This, this is gonna be perfect. This may be. Man, this may be debuted when? at the next. Well, we got a blackout for the next game at the next Saturday ECU football game. That's home. <laughs> the next non-blackout game. <laughs> Check oh, it out right man. here. It's like a gingham, checkered, purple color shirt. Look how nice that looks, Cliff. That looks nice. What it's a nice shirt. I like that's it. That's a. Uh, and I was like, man, that's a like, good looking can I, shirt can I right feel there. It? Yeah, sure. Touch it. Oh yeah. Touch it. It feels like breathable. It's yeah, like a, it does. It's, it's not a it's like a cotton, but it's not so this like is a, a, even uh, if it's a little warm out there, it'll still be so cool. This, this yeah. is retail, hundred bucks. Dang. I got it marked down, got it down to sixty nine, and then I got it on sale from their clip. Wow. wow. So I got this shirt. I got this hundred dollar Johnson and Murphy shirt what about? for about like I think forty bucks. You know what? That's smart shopping, Troy. Yeah. That's good stuff. So that was uh that That's was part so I spent some time there. I did I ended up going <sighs> This was a mistake, but I followed Alan Thomas into the Universal shop. You know, they have Disney and Universal across uh-huh. from each other. I'm like, ah, I'll just see if there's anything for the kids in Universal. They've kind of outgrown some of the Disney stuff. Um did not see anything for the kids. I did see another shirt for me. Wow. <laughs> Would you like to read what's on the shirt? Trust me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up picking up that t-shirt. Now, wh- that's wear. great. Now, when are you breaking that out? It says, trust me, I'm a doctor. And it was a, a quote from Dr. Seuss. I was like, what a perfect. That's good. Is that no. supposed to be funny? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's an inside joke for my friends. But anyway, trust oh, okay. me, I'm a doctor. So that I, I thought that's a cool shirt. It had a great feel to it. Okay. Nice quality. This, soft, uh, soft cotton. Yeah. So that was Pirate Radio indoors. That all happened before the game. That's pretty good. You were a busy yeah. man. So you're hunting animals. I'm hunting deals. Josh, uh, before we move I on to it. Bryce and outdoors, Josh, I saw you were. Eh, it was only a couple people, but you were getting roasted for tailgating at a restaurant. Well, we started there. We didn't finish tailgating okay. there. We, but you know, Josh we, wanted me to bring that up. Yeah, and first of all, hold on one second. It wasn't like tailgating. We were we started uh, at a food and beverage place that was right off campus right there. <laughs> like a pregame for the pregame. Yes. Monica correct. said we've gone from uh, Food Network to Home Shopping Network. <laughs> yeah. Now we have this on sale for you today. <laughs> uh, but it was great. I mean, they had uh, buckets of Bud Light for like t- 10 bucks. Whoa. How many beers came in that day? Uh, six. 
It was a good six deal. For 10. It was like six for at ten or eleven bucks. That's pretty dang good. No, at a restaurant, at, at a in, in Orlando. That's actually kind of quite shocking. Right. That's, I thought it was a great deal. So we buried some buckets and then we went off and we ended up going to tailgate with some UCF folks. Okay. So, but I so sometimes things can get taken out of context online, and I probably overdid it on the tweet there, which people took the wrong way. I should have said restaurant takeover. Yeah. As we get ready to tailgate, it All wasn't right. really a tailgate, but right, that's where okay. we started. And there you go. Yeah. All right. Full disclosure. Bryce, let's that go. That was also technically indoors, but we were outdoors on a deck. Nice. Let's leave the indoors. All right. Step outside. Uh, get into the water, into the forest. Somewhere. What are we? Uh, what I have we been up to? There. I was out there. Well, I was going to go deer hunting and I had a buddy, you know, I had a wedding Friday. So, but regardless, I was going to get up to go deer hunting. Anyways, my buddy, I texted him that night. He said, I think I'm going to sleep in. And I was like, well, dang. Okay. So I didn't go deer hunting. But I said, you know what? How else can I hone my outdoor skills? Hone. I like hone. that word. You know, can you spell that? I think it's just H-O-N-E, right? I believe so. And uh, so how else can I do that, you know? What will keep me sharp, keep me on my toes? Well, I Mm -hmm. said, well, heck, my dad just finished uh, a shotgun, blew in a barrel for me, cleaning a shotgun I'd bought. Got it all looking great. I said, well, heck, I guess. Blew in a barrel? Like bluing a barrel. It's like a finish. Okay. Uh, Like a glossy finish on a shotgun. So he got done doing that. Um, My shotgun was super clean. I was like, I don't want to shoot this thing. I said, well, heck, I'm going to go skeet shoot. So me and two of my buddies, we... Round it up, got some box skeet, got some shells, and we practice our shooting. So I love skeet shooting. Question: yeah. I've seen it, I've uh, shot it on a video game, but what is a uh, what do you call those it's clay pigeon? Were? What are, yeah. what are they? So I guess they're made of clay. Yeah, I was going to ask yeah. what they're made of. Yeah, it's right there in the name. Yeah, yep. clay pigeon, yep. skeet, however you want to call it. But uh, it's a great practice. I haven't done it in a while, and uh, obviously, you know, duck hunting's coming up. Question two: um, I've seen it serve through a pitching machine type apparatus yeah. what what are you what are you shooting uh, through it's a what I, yeah i have like a um ski thrower is it like a know, machine it's, yeah it's like a arm okay and it's got a yeah, little slit in it and you yeah. put it in there and spring it back and, and then release it, it and it out. slings yeah. it out you we can, should go skeet shooting that'd be fun oh it's a blast I yeah. love i'll do that you got so, a property doing on i could probably find somewhere right. I don't, do I don't think we do but, it in the backyard, but we got to find a response. Uh, you can shoot them up higher. And yeah, I'm saying in the rain, city limits. We rain down How many things have you said you're going to do with Bryce? The no, but it, I say it, but you never invite me, man. I know, because Mesquite throws that Winston. We could get a hand thrower. You want me to go along and be the hand thrower? We'll let you even shoot. That'd be fun. <laughs> it is. It's a blast. What if we like, hey, let's sling it's it? It's a blast. I used to be really good at skeet. I used to be really good at skeet shooting. Oh, were you? Skeet that is traps. shocking. You yeah. were good at that. Yeah. They've got an awesome skeet and trap course at uh, the Homestead in Hot Springs, Virginia. I used to do every holiday growing up as a kid. Jeez, you've been everywhere. He does it the all. Ca- the and he's good at everything. I actually was good he at it. He doesn't just do it. He's, he's good. good at it. Yeah. No, I'd love to do it again. Yeah. It's been a while, but it's fun. it's one of those things. I think it's like riding a bike. Once you you know go back to it, you pick it up really quick. So, yeah, somewhere. you got different directions that are harder than others. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's, it is a really good time. And um, I didn't do too bad because, you know, I mean, obviously duck season's coming up. And um, them boogers are fast. So, and they them come at you. boogers are fast. Yeah. They come at you in every which way and direction. Yeah. So, I like skeet shooting because it's more like, a tar, you know, it's it's more like a sporting deal. Like, you go when you want to go. You can do it whatever time you want to oh, do it. Oh, yeah. It's fun. You can. It doesn't have to be cold. It doesn't have to be rainy. You don't have right. to sit there forever. That's right up my alley. I don't have the patience. You never get skunked. 
You never get. Well, you could get scunched if you, you miss. miss them all. Yeah, if you miss them all. But if you could keep shooting until you hit one. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fun. And usually um, with a shotgun, you have a pretty good chance of getting. Yeah, it. and um, it is fun because you can kind of go as fast as you want, shoot a yeah. few, drink, have a beer. Yeah, and now you're talking my stuff and, right there. Yeah, uh, it is. It's a good time. Then you do competition, and then you do all sorts of different. Uh, Standing positions, areas. You now, know, what we, if I beat Bryce in skeet shooting like my first time back in years? We're gonna That'd be embarrassing for him, wouldn't it? It would. Be like Tony Collins losing a uh, 40-yard dash to me. I know. Asterisk, but true. Yeah. Uh, I saw well, it. The last big-time athlete that ran his mouth lost to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't think Bryce is running his mouth. I'm just saying. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> I, I think he's trying hard not to invite you to He's things. trying to pull it out of me. <laughs> I am just a silent... <laughs> Assassin. <laughs> uh, Chris says Troy D is the Elmer Fudd of North Carolina. <laughs> Hunting some rabbit. <laughs> you shoot rabbits, Bryce? I have gone rabbit hunting, and uh, I mean it's, I mean it's a good time, but it's kind of tricky. I'm not saying I'm some great at it, but once you hear the dogs run, jump the rabbit, most time the rabbit you know does a big circle, but you don't know how big it is, and you kind of try and oh. intersect the rabbit, and I'll think, oh, I'm going to go over here, wait on it, and then I'll see somebody shoot over here who's already passed me. I'm like, well, wait, wait a second. I thought I was in the... I've, seen, just... I've seen that on the cartoon. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like a, yeah, a cartoon. Yeah, uh, Hannah says I can go with Brandon Manning. He'd take me skeet shooting. Yeah. He's probably got a bunch of space out there in Aiden. I would like to invite myself. Yeah. If Brandon is cooking, I will. Oh, that's uh, a good I'll idea. Out there. Yeah, uh, we can do a two-for-one special right there. It is a fun little time. Yeah, chicken out of the deal. good stuff. All right. Pirate Radio Outdoors and Indoors. And Indoors. This week on Pirate Radio Live. We got it all today. Yeah. Good deal. We merged the two. Are we already out? Uh, We got one more time out, and we're going to take it right now. We will come back and get ready to wrap it up on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live after this. This is Big John Williams, strength and conditioning coach for East Carolina football, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your Bucks scoreboard. If you're a hockey fan, tonight is your night. As there's a ton of hockey uh, games that will be going on tonight. Uh, the Maple Leafs will host the Canadiens at 7 o'clock. Then the Rangers are on the road in Washington to take on the Capitals at 7.30. The Avalanche will host the Blackhawks at 10 o'clock. The Canucks will be at the Oilers at 10 o'clock. And then the Winnipeg Jets will travel down to Anaheim to take on the Ducks at 10 o'clock. And that is a look at your Buck scoreboard brought to you by the Buccaneer Music Hall. It's your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates in eastern North Carolina. They're open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every night. And now during football season, they have food trucks during the day. Follow the Buck on Facebook and Instagram for an updated schedule, and we'll see you at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All right, fun show today for a birthday uh, yes. edition. Can I say happy birthday happy to my birthday. work wife, Shirley Rhodes? <laughs> to Shirley. We've been, Shirley's been my road dog for 24 years now. Golly. Yeah, somehow. We want dogs. <laughs> dogs. We don't want any cats. Shirley's the longest female I've ever had a relationship with. <laughs> Same. 
And it's not, not by choice. <laughs> yeah. I have to pay her to hang out with me. When I said, like most of the relationships I have with females. As a matter of fact, when he tweeted that out, I was like, 24 years. Yeah. Man, that escalated quickly. Oh, wow. And they said we'd never last, Shirley. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, we showed they. <laughs> yeah, we showed they. <laughs> Bryce, uh, real quick before we go, Stan has a question. He says he hasn't been, he has not been skeet shooting yet because he's not sure how to cook them. <laughs> what do you recommend? Skeet? Yeah. Uh, Maybe bullet? Bullet? <laughs> yeah. so how do you cook it? Skeet shooting. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's joking. Uh, he's definitely joking. Uh, yeah. You could try soaking them in All right, never beer. Mind. Barbecue yeah. sauce. Was just, uh, yeah. They're going to be crunchy. It was a, yeah, it was a joke. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, yeah, I, know. I just didn't know how to answer that one. <laughs> okay, all right, he got me enough. there. You, you, got, you stoked yeah. the Bryce. Uh, yeah, he's not good on the fly sometimes. Bryce, uh, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. I think so. We'll be uh, previewing ECU and Houston. Houston. And I, I don't know what I'll see. I'll be gone Monday, so I don't know what I'll see again. Oh, that's right. You'll be coming back from uh, maybe Wednesday. I, I, maybe I'll come back Wednesday at five again. The game. Re- You'll re- have a full. Uh, I, I'm going to be a Bear Soldier Field. You have two. You have two games to like critique re- review. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I do like to go to these other college universities to see how they, you know, all the operations run. Tell that. you what, that's some pretty work right there, uh, Bryce. That hey, that's it. what he was doing in school. That's a high-quality paper airplane. That is Star. pretty impressive. Hadn't it's seen like one a, of those in a while. To, for me to fold one that good, I'd have to have the lines on it and say, fold here, one, two, three. Yeah. You know, that's impressive. Bryce has built him a Let's paper see. airplane. Let's see how it goes. 16. Okay, ready? Let's go. One, two, three. Boom. Oh, wow. Yeah, fly nice fly. Nice. Uh, Glenn Troy just hit the light with yeah, the uh, paper airplane. <laughs> Hopefully he's not watching. <laughs> Troy, we'll see you. Uh, have a good I'll trip. I'll see you next to week. Chicago. Yeah, sounds good. Safe trip there, enjoy, enjoy, the rest. enjoy your open weekend. I know. As we are off this weekend. I certainly will. We're going to beat off. Shirley? Going to beat off. Chandler? Intern Westland, good to see you again. Welcome back. Pressland. 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 I, I know. I, That's I'm a college. Elmer Fudd. That's <laughs> 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 Westland. That's Pressland. how he pronounces it. Pressland, I've been back fun in, of his uh, list. in a couple weeks. Uh, so good to see her. And, and Shirley, I might have your birthday gift tomorrow. I, we, we I gave it strong yeah. consideration today. I just ran out of time. King of the, it's the thought that No, counts. Chandler knows. Yeah. We're talking no. about just, it. I, just I was, so you know that I've been working with him for 24 I, years, yeah. this yeah. will be the first time I've ever gotten he, a birthday present. He, he did mention this morning, he said, I'm going to get <laughs> Shirley Who cares? This. He doesn't have it. I got sidetracked. He said, well, I thought I'd get you something this year after 24 years of working yeah, it together. It doesn't matter if you thought about it or talked about it's it. It's absolutely the thought. You don't have it. I Why even bring it up? Because I thought about Shirley this morning, and I was and you didn't again. get her anything. Doesn't mean I won't. Oh my god, he's a busy man. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> All right, we'll see you Thursday. So are your buddy. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the Voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Pirate Radio, WGHB Farmville, 1250 at 92.7 FM Greenville, WDLX Washington, 930 at 104.1 FM Washington.